listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Who shot you? Separate the weak from the opsa. Leaked hard and creaked in Brooklyn streets. It's on, nigga. Fuck all that bickering beef. I can feel a sweat trickling down your cheek. Your heartbeat sound like Sasquatch feet. Thundering, breaking the concrete. Finish it. Stop, because I call the cops. Neighbors call the cops because they heard mad shots, and I said, who shot you? Hey, <laughs> welcome to the Black Out Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we are, listen, I only sent him like the first four bars. I'm not going to lie, guys. That <laughs> that was off the dome. <laughs> that was off the dome. Um, I feel like, you know, you guys may be familiar with this voice you never heard on our podcast before, but it's internationally known well. Uh, traveled the globe many times, toured everywhere. Um, uh you know been on been on some podcasts even uh but first time on our show yes it's my man Corey glover from living color the band um they have a new album coming out called shade it's coming out september 8th it's gonna be available on vinyl too um what's going on Corey? hey y'all what's going on for uh, real for real Man, you have no idea. I am freaking the fuck out right now. That, that's 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 incredible. That's right? incredible because I'm freaking the fuck out. <laughs> that is so dope, man. I like uh, it's weird because um, I'm I've never really been in a rock like that. My dad is like, yeah, now your daddy. Right, my right, dad right. was the one that was always throwing on something like, "You out here, this boy," and I, you know, <laughs> you know how old people is. Yeah, it's weird because you know how other people go through like i think you had this rebellious stage in your teens and a lot of people's rebellion is like you know obviously your parents like uh uh-huh, fuck that shit i don't right. listen to so my teens my rebellion was like i'm listening to nothing but rap that's it i'm listening to rap for the rest of my <laughs> life i'm on this shit and i started blossoming later in life and listening to different types of music mm-hmm. uh especially in like college and shit like that yes and right. then and now now i'll be listening to stuff like damn my dad was on some shit this shit is so dope. dope uh so so yeah man right. it's, it's it's an honor um to have you on the show man it and, is baby um yeah oh, we, we definitely want to kick it oh, oh karen you have no idea oh man <laughs> <laughs> oh man for real this is this is ridiculous it's ridiculous right now because I, I, I may not speak a lot because i'm th- really about to go to the bathroom and throw up so. <laughs> oh nah man that's uh <laughs> uh not, not for us bro you, you are um now now the other thing too man because i you know i've been trying to do some research for the interview and stuff so we could talk mm-hmm. with you i didn't mm-hmm. want to just Cause low key, I hate when uh, shows do interviews with people and, and they, don't, they don't do their background. They, you know what I mean? Like it stars and they be like, "So what's your name again?" You know what I'm saying? Like y'all, right. y'all do music or something? Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, like you, how did you get into into rock like that? Because I know you're you're a Brooklyn kid. You know, right. um, I know you know, uh, born in the '60s. Like um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, how did like how did that come about? Because you know, a lot of people from that era also you know branch out into hip-hop and mm-hmm. r&b yeah. all kinds of stuff it's so much talent from that uh, era well I, you know i listen to a lot of stuff i listen to everything and you know what's deep is like in my house like you said your pops turned you on to stuff like my family like listen to all kinds of stuff at all at the same time and uh um and we would just you know just geek out on music mm-hmm. so i had a i had a a wide reference and you know when i was when i was a kid like you talk about your rebellious stage my rebellious stage was i started listening to like doo-wop music like mm. i don't know why 
because it was like because it was all singers, so it was all these harmonies and all this other, and all these tight harmonies. And at the same time, I was getting into hip hop. At the same time, I was like, I can't rap worth a damn. And <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know, but I can kind of scream to people. But right. you know, where am I gonna, where am I gonna find that? And then I found like. I found like there was a major sort of like uh, punk rock scene in New York, and but what was deep about it was there were a lot. It was completely diverse, but there was a huge scene of black folks that were into punk rock music, and I would just and I would get into that, and then I'd find all these bands, and I'd listen to all this stuff, and and then I found there's a band from D.C. from back in the day called Bad Brains, yeah, the most incredible, yeah, most incredible band. I ever heard in my life and and I was like okay so how do I do this mm. <laughs> you know and I would go check them out There's a, there was a club in New York called CBGB's and they'd have these hardcore matinees now I'm coming from Crown Heights right right and I get on the subway and go down to this place it's got sawdust on the floor and it's dark and it's dank and cats is losing their fucking mind out there like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna be in this I want to do this mm. definitely I want to do this yeah, I feel like, uh, like in a way, man, New York has somebody, some of everything. It does. So when you right. hear people, like, it's always like they could, where, whereas like in Charlotte, there's not really a place to go. Like, Mm-mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, no, no. Well, there used to be. They, right. You know, we used to play out in Charlotte every now and then. And the funny thing is, my brother went to J.C. Smith. Right. Okay. So I was hanging out there all the time. I spent summers in Charlotte all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I went back to Charlotte the other day. It was like a year or so ago. And I was like, I don't recognize this motherfucking place. Right. I, mean, just, I don't know this. completely different. I, I went downtown, and the whole Mecklenburg thing was like, who, where is this? Right. Because mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I was here. I was there when just when the Charlotte Observer was starting to become something mm. and I was and it was still a small town it was still like the boat the, the biggest thing around there was like the mall and Bojangles like come yeah. on <laughs> <laughs> oh did we lose Corey hold up oh, there he is can you still hear me yeah yeah we yes, hear you now ahead. yeah yeah alright you know when when the Charlotte Hornets was still a triple A team I had mm-hmm. like a property that shows Charlotte Hornets t-shirt yeah friend, i come back i come back to brooklyn and they're like who the fuck is a charlotte hornets <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was so, yeah it was totally different it's, it's i mean it's changed you know like with the banks coming in and then like right. bringing all those young professionals in they gentrifying the fuck out of it everything downtown yeah. like it's it's crazy it's got to be a shock to the system because it was areas of town where it was like nigga don't go down there and now you can go down there and it's down near Disneyland. Exactly. Yeah, I, I remember when Charlotte, the Charlotte Airport was one terminal. Mm-hmm. And it was just one terminal. <laughs> and one time I flew down there by myself and my brother was supposed to come get me and he couldn't find me. It's like, how can you not find me in a spot this small? <laughs> you know? <laughs> <And he> was, <laughs> like, now I go to Charlotte Airport like, God damn. Look at this place. <laughs> yeah it's it's totally it's totally uh gotten bigger and shit um but yeah i like like i said i just didn't even know about this scene uh in charlotte like that uh because you know it just and and like i said in new york i'm sure that it's just you know like it's kind of something of some of everything so you can always find somebody into it hell yeah you can walk down the street and hit and and out the windows of people's houses or cars you'd hear 
three different types of music. Like you'd hear hip hop coming out of one car, you hear like heavy metal or rock music coming out of another car, and out of somebody's window, some salsa or merengue is playing, mm. and you hear it all at the same time. It's like, okay, that sounds like music. Yeah, you know, and that's you know, and that's the kind of thing that you know, Living Color tried to tried to be. It's like we tried to take everything that we had, you know. Vernon, the guitar player, you know, came from like this jazz world, but what he started was like in calypso music, which is bizarre. You know what I mean? And, you know, Will Calhoun, the drummer, is like straight jazz fusion kind of thing, you know. Um, And Doug, Doug Wimbish, the bass player, is one of the one of the people who started hip hop. He was one of the original people who worked at Sugar Hill. So he's on the message. He's on, you know, Funky Four Plus One. He's on, you know, all that Grandmaster Flash stuff. That's Doug Wimbish playing bass on all that stuff. Holy shit! Mm. That, I didn't even know that, man. That's <laughs> yeah. y'all, y'all go back, man. And right, so <clears throat> we, you know, we have we got we have a we dabbled our, our we had our fingers in a lot of different kinds of music and different kinds of genres of music. So we just became like you said that's what we want this music to be all the stuff that we know mm. in this in this rock idiom you know what i mean yeah it does well that was another thing uh, about your voice too i noticed that it, it doesn't feel like it's an imitation of anybody Mm-mm. you know what i mean like like it doesn't feel like it's influenced by being like i'm gonna sound like this guy it just sounds like it sounds so uh unique and authentic you know what i mean and it's also you know as a black person sometimes the uh hurdle for me entering like in the music is like can i understand the person like right you know like there's certain you know certain and i'm not knocking the genre Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. honestly it's just i I, if i got more into it i'm sure i'd be able to understand but like sometimes you listen to rock that's so hard you just like i don't even know what this nigga's saying it's just (laughs) you know i just know he i just know he mad you know what i'm saying you just know he's angry just all you hear is his intent yeah yeah it could be a hymn, you know what I'm saying? He could be singing a spiritual right. hymn. I wouldn't know. And it would be so intense. I'm right. like, he's just mad. He want to burn something down. He could be like, I wake up and smile to Jesus every day. But if it sound like, I wake up and smile to Jesus every day. I wake up and smile. I'd be like, Jesus Christ, this nigga is mad. You know what I'm <laughs> but, uh, nah, I appreciate it cause it's like a, um, it's a, like it's an entry point for somebody like me to be able to immediately be like, okay, I see what this dude's talking about. And it makes right. me want to listen more. Yeah, and I think for me, I, and for me being black and not being raised in that type of genre of music, I could hear the blackness in it. And I, and for a lot yeah. of black people, that matters. Like, your voice is so unique. I go, oh, not, not trying to be funny. I know you, but I go, oh, that's a nigga. I'm cool <laughs> with this. You know, and I'm not knocking white people to do it. But I'm like, oh, right, right, right. he looks like me. They're singing about shit that matters to me. Right, you know, right. I could feel the blackness, you know, they, they own, they love my people. They love me. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and for, I can, I, cause me and Roger talked about this yesterday. I know for me, I didn't really dabble in that genre of music because. Oh, I listened yesterday. Don't, don't okay. get it twisted. I yeah. heard what you said. Don't yeah. Oh, okay. No. Karen's up here re-explaining. Hey, I was like, well, I, I just didn't know. Yeah, it still trips me out that you listen to the show. I'm still, we, we not adjusted yet. <laughs> right? We, we not. I'm like, we gotta tell him how we feel. Oh, wait. He know. Right. He know. Duke, Duke, I listen, I listen all the time. Like, your, your Game of Thrones podcast is what I live for. You oh, got, man. Oh, thank you, baby. You ain't understanding. I, you know, I, the fact that I get to play guess the race. <laughs> God, damn, <laughs> <Jesus> crazy. <laughs> Let's go. 
that's that's so exciting, man. I can't. Like, like I was always gonna offer, you know, I can sing the jingles for you if you need it. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Y'all sound like shit for real. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we oh, not yeah. singers. Oh, yeah. We're not, oh, we no, not yeah. singers at yeah. all. No, we, we're not professional singers or yeah. comedians. Like we, yeah, are we, have, we have put that out there before. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I appreciate the honesty. You <laughs> yeah, know what I'm saying? You ain't hurting our feelings. <laughs> yeah, the best right, part so. when we did the show live, we got to hear a whole room of people that can't sing sing together. So it was <laughs> yes, like, we did. We was all doing it together. It Yo, was okay. I that so bad a friend of mine lives in dc i was telling y'all earlier that that uh, anike she does the uh she did the artwork for the record mm-hmm. and uh she wanted to go so bad we all wanted to go it was sold out like that it yeah it was bad yeah, it ne- was crazy next year, we'll sell more. We'll next year we gotta get a bigger room man yeah, i want to get yeah. everybody in there i mean i know we have people we just never know who's listening to the show to right. be honest y'all and like right. you know people are so uh low key with it you just never you never know right. and because and, i had the same type of thing where like if i feel like my presence would either disrupt something or change like i'll right. just be like oh uh-huh. i'm a fan of this thing but i'm just keeping it yeah, to I'm, me i'm just gonna be a fan in the distance right man. uh oh I, I play the back all the time you know like we was at afropunk last year was it last year i think it was last year and all the the guys from the fan bros were there mm. like mm-hmm. <laughs> and I went to the tent and I was sneaking around. I was looking around. I was like, "Is that Ben? I mean, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's dope, man. Like, uh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure the same thing for them, man. They probably, you know, mind blown. Like, what? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's one of the things when you look and you go, "Wow!" And I know you was kind of talking about it before, but with the internet <clears throat> making the world so small and with you being like internationally known how did you find this little old podcast <laughs> no i i was listening to twib you know shout out to elon because i you know i was you know he's brook he's from brooklyn he's actually from my neighborhood and I, we tried to hook up a couple times it never happened mm. but i was like i was listening to them and i didn't i heard you rod on his show and i was like who's this dude <laughs> He sound like somebody I know. <laughs> like for real, I think I know this dude. And then I was like, then I got your show. I was like, no, I don't know him. <laughs> yeah, that that's uh yeah, I used to call in the twelve all the time and uh especially when I was working my, my jobby job. Mm-hmm. Right. Um that was like a little little nice release, you know, get that fifteen minute break. I'm like, I'm gonna call and let them know what I think about what they saying, <laughs> make some jokes with them, you know, like that was right. a big thing for me. I used to look forward to that every day. Same thing with uh, Bomani Jones had a, a radio show mm-hmm. called The Morning Jones back in the day. I used yeah. to call into I, that. Yeah, uh, uh, shout out to him too. Like, I, I like this is these are the kind of people I want to meet. Like, I like I want to meet Bomani because I want to talk to him about the things he's talking about, about, particularly when it comes to race and sports mm-hmm. and, and the whole intersection of that, based on you that you're a product and all that other stuff, like man i'm I'm damn i'm just yeah it's amazing too because uh you know uh we're watching people starting to get on it's just Mm -hmm. really authentic like that like you know uh when bo first would start you know talking you know openly about race and sports and you know and 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 he does it from a place of humor a lot of times right Mm -hmm. um you know i know people were like oh this nigga will never make it because he's out here just openly i'm like nah that's what people want Want to to hear hear, whether they admit it or not like they want to hear somebody talk about that shit 
from a real perspective where they feel authentic like not everybody want to hear you blow smoke up their ass or change the topics right 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 right. honestly the only thing that's real when it comes to a lot of this stuff is stuff like that like a football game not really real like it's not a real it's a concept that we came up with to entertain ourselves correct but what is real is taking that knee like cabinet taking a knee is some real shit michael sam being gay coming out and being like i'm openly gay that's actually a real life issue for people right and it just becomes involved in this soap opera that we created called sports but it's that's the shit real talk is always better than uh the fake shit um and and you know this these people with lives these are people with right you know they 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 don't turn on on saturday uh, on sunday morning just for your entertainment mm-hmm. they got things they got they got they got to live their life yep. you know that's what people you know were saying about living colors like i you know for a long time i lived in brooklyn i lived in my mother's house mm-hmm. you know like you know a story i tell all the time is i went we was on uh and back in the day we we opened for the rolling stones mm-hmm. not a, and not the not the name drop but no please name mm-hmm. drop yeah, all you want to baby <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you know, in the middle of the tour, we had a break, and I came home, and my mother handed me a bucket and some and a brush and said, "Paint the stoop." You know, I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. You know, yes. and my friends was driving by, I was like, "Look, look, look at the rock star." Yeah, look at the rock star painting stoop. You told my mother not to, to tell me I can't paint the stoop. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happened. <laughs> right. She was like, "I don't care about what you what you did and your little ass friends. What I got <laughs> planned for you to do is to do this." <laughs> Karen, that's almost exactly what she said. <laughs> my mother had no idea who the Rolling Stones were. Didn't mm-hmm. fuck about him. It's like you and your little friend Mick Jigger, whatever his name is, go paint the stoop. <laughs> that's a black woman for you. <laughs> yeah, they you said about Black Mama Monthly. Yeah, Black Mama <laughs> Monthly. Like, uh, you know, put your little Grammy down and uh, <laughs> yeah, pick up this brush. Black Mama right. Monthly, what she don't care about is your little ass friends. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that, that, but you know what? I think uh, Will Smith had a similar story to his shit where he was like giving his speech about either, I think it was women in a Grammy or some shit. And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, and I came home to Philly and my mom was like, so here are your chores and get your right. ass back to work like it like it is what it is like right <laughs> it's all perspective yeah i mean it's just it's like the, and going back to the whole sports thing is like these dudes may have lots of money and they may have all this stuff but you know they where they came from and how they got there is just as important right. you know what i mean and sports the only like it's crazy how the people's minds have been programmed so hard sports is the only thing where we expect a rich man to shut the fuck up right like i'm like i'm independently wealthy now guys if i make a million dollars yes you have to hear what i think about shit because what you gonna do like you know even with kaepernick like part of the reason they can't shut him up is that that dude did make all that money when he was playing so Mm -hmm. even if he never makes another dime in the nfl that dude still got that revenue that he made already. Like he can take and, that knee and not worry. Like, yes, I, okay, I can't play your sport anymore. Sure, I should be able to play your sport. But I, guess what right. else? I'm not shutting the fuck up. So now what? Right, and I cast the check. Right, check <laughs> cash. I mean? Like <laughs> they can't take the money back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, exactly. of course, he out here. <laughs> and you know, he does. He has that that the, the the know your rights campaign and all that stuff. My kids went to go check him out. And he was like giving away, like he let these kids know 
these are your rights as a as a human being in this world. When you when the cops come up to you, when authority figures come up to you, when you see these things going on in the world, these are the things that you have the right to take care of, and you have the right to to these things. Right. And like inspiring children, like my children. Right. It was deep, you know. And they walked away with all the stuff. That all of his endorsement people came it came through, and he got a. And they got these uh. They, they got some Beats headphones and, some, and mm. backpacks and, and Nike backpacks and all this other stuff. Like that's using your power at, right. and using your money to, to give back and do something for your people. Mm-hmm. That's nothing wrong with that. There's right. nothing wrong with that. And for him to take a knee just so he could do that, more power to him. Right. right. Like that shit is so dope to me, man. And and like I said, they like they rich like when the owners come out and say something stupid everybody goes well they rich what i mean what do you expect them to say it's like yeah well that applies relative to you these other niggas is rich but y'all be like lebron shut up stop talking about this shit and it's like lebron rich dog he he can talk about whatever he wants to for the rest of his life nobody can ever stop him just because we got a we got a fucking loud mouth in the, in the white house what the fuck? right exactly just for being rich and outspoken this motherfucker is running our country to the right it's running the country <laughs> like just for that right. so how the fuck right. can anybody say j- just shut the fuck up to anybody at this point so right you know that, that's wild to me man oh uh, but let me you know we we all off topic man we just talking right now but uh let me let me get it's back like, to- i like talking about family you have no idea <laughs> i'm trying to tell you <laughs> oh so also this new album man uh uh shade it's it's yeah. blue it's blues influence like it's oh it's, hold up wait wait yeah. wait 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 you ain't do you ain't do the whole thing this is the black guy who tips oh yeah oh you know what I was gonna do it after we finished the interview but we can do it right now do um, it right now matter of fact we need we need to introduce the show guys this is of course the black guy <laughs> tips podcast uh you can find <laughs> us on iTunes and Stitcher uh and Podomatic just search the black guy tips leave us five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher um and we'll read them on the air <clears throat> when we do our feedback show on Saturdays as long as they're nice uh be nice be nice okay we don't need your little your little snide comments mm-hmm. guys the official uh-huh. weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball and bullet ball extreme extreme uh <laughs> and today's podcast is brought to you by shadow doll productions uh the maker of fine audio plays of course karen and i have a couple of audio play albums out yes uh you can listen to us make silly voices and read scripts and be characters uh the, the audio play albums are called the best of riding karen that's mm-hmm. an easy one to find and the other one is sunspot and other ratchetness um and both of them are on uh like spotify um and title and it's also on uh amazon's uh like uh their music and on apple itunes music so make sure you guys do that leave us five star reviews on those places you know so people go check it out we appreciate everybody that takes time out to do that uh now back yes Kay. and there's a question oh we got a question in the chat all right mm-hmm. all right um yeah so i also said y'all can ask questions in the uh chat if y'all have questions for Corey as well because you know uh this is y'all's chance to uh to talk to him too mm-hmm. um but uh yeah uh why can't this question come up let me ask one of my questions this album is blues like what made y'all decide to do a blues album you know we would <clears throat> we had gone we, we had done this show at the apollo it was like the 100th anniversary of robert johnson and at the time we weren't playing together. We were just sort of all doing our own thing, and we all came together and we put these. We put a version of "Preaching Blues," which is on the record, uh, together. And Vernon came up with the brilliant ideas. Like we never really approached 
what we do through the blue through the lens of the blues. It's like so. Let's take some of the stuff that we do, that we do know how to do, and try to focus it as a blue as a blues sort of thing. Because you know, before there was hip hop, before there was rock and roll, before any of it, there was the blues, and the blues was more informative in some cases than the news was for 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 us folks. You know what I mean? Mm. And it told you more about what was going on around you and inside of these people than anything else could. Because yeah. nobody was checking for you internally, and no one was checking for the kind of things that you were going through, be, dealing with who you were in this world. And the blues was the thing that, that sort of gave these people a chance to express themselves, and it was a, an amazing form of expression. So we did. We said, okay, let's sit down and try to figure out how to how to get these kind of thing, these kind of things in there and we went away from the whole way the whole you know my woman done left me kind of blues blues kind of idea and say said what about the feelings some of the emotionals emotional parts of what we do Mm. so you know when you listen to a song like preaching blues preaching blues is about depression is a really you know they say the blues is about being sad but no this is about internal uh, uh you know depression like the world has done beat me down so much. I don't know what to do with myself. Right. Like, like I'm outside of myself. I'm so, it, things are so bad, you know. Yeah. So it was that kind of that kind of idea. And then we took other songs and other ideas and other topics that were that could be considered social or whatever. You know, I you, we did talk about who shot you, mm-hmm. and uh, you know the idea. This is the idea of the blues in hip hop was like that's that's just, just a regular that's a next step that's the that's the logical extension of what the blues was was hip hop yeah and and also yeah. like um it's still hard mm-hmm. right like it's not right. like it's like you know like i said it's not there's a it's not an imitation mm-hmm. it's it's like um it's like bringing it into what what y'all are already doing um like I, we were listening to, uh, you know, obviously you heard on the show, but even before that, I was listening to it just in the chat, mm-hmm. and I was like, this shit is so hard. I was listening to this shit in the shower. It's like this shit is so, <laughs> like I was dancing in the shower and shit. Like this shit is so hard. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. And then like you know, especially the version that has like the rap, the rappers on it. Right. It has all this, yeah, it has Black Thought in them on there. Black yeah. Thought, Chuck D, Pharrell Mosh, like it's just like it's just like blah out, bam, 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 like. Uh, <laughs> It was, uh, um, I was saying it yesterday, like, it was crazy. I was listening to Black Thought and I was like, yo, this would be crazy if Chuck D came in, right? <gasps> Chuck D was on I that shit. What I said. Yeah, yeah I was, <laughs> this shit is crazy. Like, it, it was, but, um, but like, I think right now, especially, uh, in 2017, it's kind of like a time and a theme for a lot of black people kind of have that blues, like, you know, that, that, and it, and it is that kind of harder, you know, like, like it's a bit of anger to it but it's also a oh, yeah. bit of like nobody's listening to us right nobody cares about us and but but we still out here you know struggling and surviving and fighting um and it, and that's like it just spoke to me because it's like it's anger there too and it's not just uh as simple as uh you know um uh it's not as simple as just like uh uh oh since my baby left me you know like right it, exactly you know what i mean i love it i love i love right. the sound and what yeah. i realize too is that nobody can emote feelings and emotion and pain 
mm-hmm. like black people like other people other people have their variations of it mm-hmm. but because of what the history of america and what america has done to black people the pain that black people feel comes from generations so a lot of times you might hear this one person but that one person is representing hundreds of years of oppression right Mm, and mm. and when people sing from the heart and they sing from hurt and they sing from pain especially if they know their history right you could feel it It's, it's it's like when 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 certain people particularly black people and something i really and and i know it's sad but one good thing about recessions and depressions you get some of the most the best music in the world off of it Mm -hmm. because you get like anything in the arts be it painting be it writing be it music be it ballet i don't care what (laughs) it is niggas (laughs) is into it and they gonna express their pain in various Mm -hmm. different ways and when we look back on this period of time 15 to 20 years from now people gonna be like well god damn niggas was doing some shit back then right. you know and, yeah. it, and it's gonna be like I mean, well, we look at music from the 60s and 70s like that now right like, like god damn right. this nigga was ahead of his time but it's because all these themes are universal and it, it'll always be relevant how people feel you know now but yeah artists are making some like deeper than just the shallow shit and i think also the the deeper artists are kind of being lauded a little bit more than they used to be you know like back during you know probably five to eight years ago is a little more like yeah but we still on this mumble rap shit nothing wrong with mumble rap i love that shit right me too it's flames now right that's not a diss but it was but now you see people being like let's see what kendrick talking about let's elevate that a little Mm. bit more you're like Mm -hmm. i feel like that's because people they want to hear somebody talking about this shit jay-z just put his first album out where he talking about some shit no offense to jay i love jay jay my favorite but right. this is first album where i'm like it, like it, my hands over my mouth like is he supposed to be telling us all his business because right you know i like uh-uh. but it's something in the zeitgeist it's right. something out there that make especially black art like people want to talk about things and um uh, like i like i said the album you can just like because we got you know no no offense out there guys we got a little bit of early copy some of y'all <laughs> some of y'all didn't some of y'all did hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I don't have a copy of this record. Let me just. Oh, for real? Oh, oh. Well, you know, hey, look, you know, when you're famous, you know, sometimes you get these little boosts. Sometimes, you know, I'm not, you know, y'all regular people, you know, y'all get it on the eight, y'all get it on y'all the eight. Enormous. But you know, I was listening, yeah. I was listening to I, it, and I was like, this I, shit speaks. I gotta go to Best Buy and pre-order it. This yeah, <laughs> you know, maybe you get the vinyl. You know, maybe you get the vinyl. I'll see if see if Vernon can hook you up. Okay, <laughs> shout out to uh, shout out to Vernon Reed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, what the other thing I was gonna mention too, well, who shot you? Uh, is something that um, Kendrick tried to do with uh, Black of the Berry, where right. it's really talking about the value of Black life like right. it's not just of uh these cops is killing us but it's like all the everybody doesn't value our lives we don't value our own lives what like no. what is the worth of a black life and why do we view it as worthless and easy to take and why does violence end up so often recur- occurring in our lives that like that shit speaks like that shit speaks to me yeah absolutely you know the, the whole idea that i'm sorry karen um oh, go ahead. but i was just saying you know why is it the logical conclusion to any kind of disagreement with somebody to get a gun? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you have a, you have a, you, you throw a fair one with somebody, it's like all right, it's done, right? Right. And and somebody goes, all right, I'll be right back. 
and they go to the car and they go get they they go get their shit right. Mm-hmm. What what's that for? Mm-hmm. You're done. You're done. Right. Like what is that? You know? Like what? Like one, it's it's something about the worth society places on the life, right? Because mm-hmm. some people's lives are just considered easier to take. Like right. I, was, right. I was I was thinking that the other day, like, uh, and, that, and this is not inciting anyone to violence, but like, y'all ever wonder, like, why is R. Kelly still alive? Like mm. why? Like why is you know uh, nothing? <clears throat> why is some go people on, that say on. a lot of a lot go of on. racist stuff that go might on. be <laughs> occupying some spaces that we all recognize are influential in American policy and will lead to people dying? Like how are they? How are they still? I'm not gonna say no next. Why are they still alive? Right. Right. You know, like we watch better men be killed. We watch right. better people, but. When you look at what those people that get killed often are advocating, it's the worth of somebody's life that's not considered valuable. And that's why they got to get taken out. You know what I mean? It's just so wild to think about. Exactly. Your value is is only as much as you can, as I can take from you, not Mm -hmm. as how much I can, how much you can give to me. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, 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 it's deep when you think about how people treat each other on a regular basis, how if you ain't got if Colin Kaepernick ain't throwing touchdowns, you ain't nothing to me. Yep. But but I got life. Mm-hmm. But yep. I got I, I I got I got things I got to say. I got things that, that are happening to me every day that I gotta deal with. I right. got things that are happening to my family, to my people every day. Isn't that worth something to me? That's worth something to me. And y'all have had uh political statements throughout your music like I mean, y'all have been doing music for thirty years, dog. Mm-hmm. Thirty years. That that is so wow. Like thirty years, dog. Y'all have watched the entire world change. Yes, you uh, have. Throughout the course of several your several times, right? Several like times over. y'all have yeah. watched, and y'all y'all still here, still standing. That's amazing. You know, like uh, not just for credit to the to you know the genre, obviously, and longevity, but I mean, y'all went through like music pioneering. Y'all, y'all, right. y'all have made it through to streaming now, where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, how, like Billboard didn't even used to count streams. Right. You know what I'm saying? Your shit gets pirated, and everybody in the streets rock your shit, but you looking at themselves like, uh, so brother, um, ta- tabulating this up, um, you owe me nine dollars. What the fuck? Right. You know what I mean? Right. So like, y'all have come through all that stuff, man, and watch the world get get so much smaller. What's what what's been like the biggest changes over the this thirty years? I just think the access to music, yeah, you know, that you can, you, right now, you, anything that you're looking at, anything that you're touching right now can get you the latest anything from anywhere mm. right now. Anything that you got, anything, any kind of gadget, toy, anything. You know, my kids, kids got like a Nintendo DS. It's got Wi-Fi, so they can go online and download new new games for their, for their toys mm. so they have access your whole thing is about access what the flip side of that is that makes certain media just sort of exist and not really impact you mm. in a real way like you could you right now something will be playing in the background and i don't even know that it's know that it's music mm. you know i don't even know that it's that it's something that i that 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 could mean something to me at some point in time, mm. you know, that it could, it, it could have a sentence or a phrase or a riff or something in it that could do something to, positive for my life. Mm. And that, that bothers me a lot, mm. you know, that, that, 
think about all the seminal moments in your life. You know, your tenth birthday. Right. What was the music playing that, when that happened? And you could name that. You could name the first time you heard. You know, you heard that Kendrick song. Right. And and went, oh shit. That you can name the first time you heard. You know, Chuck. You heard Public Enemy. I mean, right. the first time I heard Public Enemy, it was like, oh shit, right there. That's right. it, right there. Right. You know, music has that kind of impact in your life, but when it becomes something that you can, that's readily accessible, and it, it, something something gets lost in translation. At, at yeah, that point. I think and the you, process to get music, um, <laughs> you used to have to appreciate your shit. Right. Uh, only right. Be- only because one you have physical media so one you like I have never uh, I don't know if I've ever been as angry as like when someone would take like something of mine to borrow it and not treat it good what? Like you, like you, like you yes, get it. Like you go in a room or whatever, and you see your CD laying uh, scratch side down or something. You like, dude, what, dog? What are you dude, doing? I was that dude. Like, <laughs> I, I, I was that dude that stole stole, stole all your music. Is like, say, oh, that's yours. I yeah. forgot about that. Oh, dog, it used to. I, <laughs> like my thing was one. I never let anybody. I'll make you a copy before I let you borrow it. But I but the truth. but then like if I did let you borrow it, don't let me walk in the room and see a coffee cup sitting on my shit, dog. Like don't let it happen. <laughs> Don't, cause we go, it's gonna be hands. It's gonna be me and you, man, cause I, I trusted you. You know what I'm saying? But like, you used to have to value that media. You used to have to go to a store or, right. or, or, you know, uh, you know, later in life, you know what I'm saying? You used to, you know, hit, hit Columbia House up and maybe, mm-hmm, you, know, pennies. you know, y'all need, go, yeah, go check your credit <laughs> score, guys. Go check your credit score. It might be on there. I don't know. But I'm just saying, <laughs> you used to could do that too. But I used to go to a store put on headphones in the store Mm -hmm. listen to an album in the store and be like is this shit jamming enough for me to spend my money bring it home you know and listen to it and they'll and like it were very few artists that it would be like uh if they put something out i don't give a fuck i don't gotta listen to it i just need it and i'm gonna be but like that feeling yeah you can't have that back with like digital media because now it's more like you know uh there's there's a certain there's a certain level of of value that can't be it just can't be captured again because you know even with living color yesterday i'm able to go back through their whole discography at a click right you know what i mean like it used to be a time it's like yo what this song is dope what is this who shot you okay let me go to manifest records and tapes let me go up there and spend about fifty dollars to get this shit i need to hear it all now i need to hear everything okay i can only get one album which album should i get mr uh manifest disc and tapes guy like what do you suggest you know like it used to be like a value to that knowledge and stuff but with the internet you can now like google what's their best album you can wiki you know what was the one that won the they got nominated for the grammy what's that you know you can do all that shit now where uh when we were growing up it just, you just had to be in it it was an investment so i think people love things more than they love music now but at the same time they were probably exposed to a lot less music than we get now right and also in my opinion what i i guess and i know for me and roger because we are the older generation we still mm. consume music old fashioned, and when I when mm. the reason why I say this is because me and Roger are, are, are of the generation when we find something we listen to it multiple times. Like the new Kendrick, I'll listen to it multiple times. Right. The new uh, Childish Gambino, I'll listen right. to it multiple times. Like I will literally take a month, and that's literally the only thing. Mm. And I know that's a very old way of listening to music. Yeah, and just, just but it, it moved you it moved right. you to the point where it was like 
I got to hear more of this and I got to hear the parts that I didn't hear before. Yeah. Right. I want to know all you the know. words. You know, right. I want to be able right. to sing along with this. Right. And and I think with me, and I know it's because of the generation, I like music to engulf me. I like music mm. to overtake me. I like, I want to feel what the artist meant for me to hear. I, you know, mm. I, I, you know, I, I want to, I, and I guess because I'm so intimate with music, I wanted to be to the place where I feel like the artist is singing directly to me, even though I know they're not. I want that <laughs> personal interaction, that 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 feeling. I want to listen to music where it does bring you to tears. And I'm talking about real tears where you're sitting and mm. going through your mind and imagining certain things or you have compassion for certain artists or that artist is singing to me. Like, that's how I listen to music. And I've realized because of the internet, people don't listen to music like that no more. Music will right. come out and in less than 30 minutes, this is an hour and a half CD, in less than 30 minutes, you got a recap. I'm like, there's no fucking way right. you, re- you listen to this <laughs> and that right. the album just song just came out how do you have review i don't understand this you didn't listen to this and see i'm old i started to get mad because i'm like you're not appreciating the music like this is stupid uh-uh. you know it's they, listen, they listened to the first 30 seconds and then moved on and they moved right. to the next song and they moved on to the next song it's like right. oh i see what this is i understand what this is you don't understand what it is because it's you don't understand how much work somebody put into it mm-hmm. and how much subtleties and and depth there is to the to certain music when you all you doing is doing the, like uh, like a glance at it right and moved on right yeah everybody got out of hot take like right. it, it was classic it was trash it was this song is three stars this one is two stars and it's like right. this it's not a math formula dude like right. especially right. like albums and uh and i think especially now like like i said uh the last probably two years i'm seeing artists take time to put together uh like a a thesis in an album right as opposed to telling your story yeah you know i think uh you know there was a a a period of time where like it was more like the uh ringtone type era where it was like albums start feeling like a collection of singles or a collection Mm -hmm. of like Mm -hmm. you know like we and and it was making people money i'm not i mean get your money all that shit i mean your faves were doing that exactly exactly it was like I know I, I know that this is a singles market, and if I have if I have three songs that I know are going to be singles, as opposed to I got one song on that record that's basically about my life, and and mm-hmm. I know nobody's going to really listen to it and not check for it, but I'm going to make a record full of songs that people can hum along to, and they're going to blast it out their car stereo. Exactly, and like that was you know, and it was making money in more than one type of way, you know, right. from your videos to your rings, especially the ringtones for a while, commercials, stuff like that. So it was becoming like you know, put out 15 singles, quote unquote, and right. whatever hits is like that's going to be that's going to make you a bunch of money in other revenue streams, especially right after you know it was before streaming, but after pirating so it was like motherfuckers had to find a way to monetize that shit well um it's interesting watching how it's kind of changed because now it's like you know whether it's like solange uh whether it's kendrick whether it's beyonce like these are artists that are big you know beyonce is a big enough artist to be like i'm just putting out four singles and leaving it at that she put together a complete thesis uh two of them actually now but um, right a, like this is a big ass story jay-z put out a big ass story i don't feel like it's no singles on that album like no, it's not. there are no singles on that album yeah right. no singles on that it's wild it's just wild to watch the genre kind of go back to that because i think it kind of like got, con- got away from it right the concept album yeah right. I, I, yes. I have a i have a concept that i'm that i want to talk about 
mm-hmm. you know yeah a rapper like one rapper one producer type albums Y'all, like right. right remember those like kendrick's bringing that shit back now like mm. we get more like i work with this guy we might have another couple of producers featured on the thing but in john in general me and this dude went to the studio sat down for however long came out with eight tracks and then you know bam we got two other tracks from somebody else and now we we put out this concept you know right you're seeing it come back i yeah, think and and i i appreciate that and when before i was talking about music i never really really i understood but i think with kendrick's album i don't know the name of it but the one where he's talking about how i beat your ass if you do this i beat your ass if you oh do yeah, that. yeah fear mm-hmm. right fear okay like right. i had heard it but one day i was at work and i really started to listen to it and it about put me in tears at my desk because i was mm-hmm. that child that constantly heard that i beat your mm-hmm. ass if you don't do your homework mm-hmm. i beat your ass if you come in late i beat mm-hmm. your ass if you don't do what i say i beat your right. ass if you're doing this can't I can't go to the whole verse go ahead. right, right. I mean, I mean, <laughs> and, 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 and I beat your ass if you didn't pass that class. I beat your ass. Because he was was rapping my life. I had a lot of I beat your ass and got my ass beat. Right. Storming my pain with his fingers. He was drowned across the wall with it. But but think about it. He was was talking about, like, the PTSD he got Mm -hmm. from just being. Mm -hmm. Like, your, your, your mother or your parents or whoever it was, was so concerned about you keep keeping it straight that i'll kill you for it right 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 and And it fucked him up too because like the the whole the whole song is about well it started with with my parent with my mom instilling this fear but then it, it leads into my life and now i'm scared of losing things i'm scared of getting things mm-hmm. you know i'm scared of uh you know i'm gonna step outside something's gonna kill me i'm scared of the police i'm scared like i'm just scared i live a fearful ex- existence i like one of the mm-hmm. things i love about kendrick is that um it's kendrick chance and kanye that how they all have like these heavy relationships with god but they're all different they're all completely different like kendrick mm-hmm. is kendrick is scared of god like right. he's been scared for <laughs> yeah yes. like he is on some like god gonna come down yeah, he's right. gonna find out what y'all been up to he's gonna fuck y'all up yeah, I'm everybody trying, gonna burn everybody right don't don't say right. i didn't warn y'all uh you know even on a good kid mad city like mm-hmm. the the arc of that whole story is you know i wasn't really out here in these streets to being a criminal but i was involved in some 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 crazy shit and he ends it with i got saved right right like right. that's right that, <laughs> that's the arc of his story um and then you know he starts fucking um uh to pimp a butterfly and he's and the first song is already like yeah so uh i'm getting rich and shit but the devil is talking to me being like this is what you need to do with your money and <laughs> you know i'm out here doing some wild shit that i i would i didn't see myself doing before so even though i did right. get out the hood i'm not living right and that was his like you know his arc and 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 then this and then this latest album you know same thing like he goes through the fear he talks about um um you know being scared of god even i'm like he's scared kanye kanye is empowered by god because he's been told that god is a person that has to love you no matter what you do right so kanye out here like oh i'm living wild but Okay, listen, if God love me, y'all niggas just gotta deal. Yes, sir. Like right, I do whatever right. the fuck I wanna do. 
um and 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 that's just that's the rules that i've learned he's like david's relationship with god where he like i'm gonna fuck this woman yeah but but, but god like, said i'm i'm powerful yeah, you got my back i can do anything right. under the sun i'm still good right and then chance's whole relationship is like i, I want to spread the love mm-hmm. of god that i got to people right um and it's been it's, through, sir, through his service through when his I service expl- right i'm gonna right. live a life that shows people this is the love i felt through god and i'm gonna spread that love to everybody else three same god for all three people i'm assuming right and they all got three completely different relationships but the point is they put out concept albums around that right all three all you know kendrick's has like three albums like that but you know kanye kendrick and chance all three of them put out a concept album of i mean it's damn near gospel right you know what i mean right it's it's amazing listen to it right it's amazing um how did y'all how y'all how did y'all come into contact with uh w kamal bell man because y'all you you've been on podcast w kamal bell vernon's right. done uh the phil negro uh podcast yeah, yeah. like Negro's how y'all know, to, to y- arts and culture yeah i love, I love that name i love the name it's so good <laughs> they need yeah. to bring they need to bring it back man they do they do you know but you know come out you can't you can't touch come out right now so yeah you know he's he's big time now he is big time bro mm-hmm. he is like he yo kamal went and talked to the clan dog i said that's Woo! it's so amazing because like uh the thing everybody forgets because i think uh you know on the internet it's almost like when you talk about sports stars and shit w kamal right. bell is a big ass nigga he's tall so like, so people, people like i can't believe he talked to him i'm like have you seen the footage though because they all looking up at him like <laughs> i'm not swinging on this one you know what i'm saying right <laughs> like he might be affable but you, there ain't nobody trying to test him like that you know but um how, how'd y'all even meet him man like what, what's the story there he is a fan well, um, okay which, which freaks us out which freaks me out personally you, you know because he's like like he he's talk he talks about shows he's you know he's from the bay it's like i remember when y'all played at the i-beam in 1990 it's like you was there <laughs> <laughs> There was six black people. We didn't see you. <laughs> <laughs> what was that like, too, man? Like, um, cause you, I would, I can only imagine, man. You guys have been around the globe to places that I'm sure, like, like, what's the place you went where you were like, yo, they even fuck with us out here, right? You know, it's some places we haven't even been to yet. Like, mm. we get we get like emails. We get we used to get fan mail from the Philippines. Uh, we, we, you know, we went to Japan a couple of times, and it was like, y'all, really? <laughs> Talking to me? Like, <laughs> uh, so we had, to, you know, it's it's deep. Like when you go into like, like we went into former like Eastern Bloc, like straight communist countries. They were like, oh yeah, live in color, you know. And you know, some of these folks have no idea. They they, don't, they 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 see us as American music. They don't see us. They, they, they don't see us as black. They don't see us as this. They don't see us as that. They see it as American music. So you can find some people like, yeah, I love you, and I love uh, and and I love some you know some dark metal band, mm-hmm. and I like Tupac. Like mm. like they don't see they don't see a, a, a difference between those three things. It's like it's all from America. Yeah that's wild man you know um and then like um like does does it add to your perspective like getting to travel and see other places i know we 
like we we weren't we didn't get to travel much as kids and stuff mm-hmm. and we're, we're starting to right. go places now because yes. mostly because of the podcast but, right you know there see, you go. see some places and shit and i know it definitely adds to the way i view like not just life but kind of people in general correct um mm-hmm. like does it like has it added to your perspective over these years watching you know how you know you know watching different people in different places and seeing different cultures and stuff what is what's deep is like you know i have i have a particular perspective and it's hard to be objective in, in those places sometimes mm-hmm. in those places because you know you got somebody you know staring you down you go i ain't stealing nothing i'm just walking mm-hmm. what do you want and they're like oh you know who i am <laughs> <laughs> they're like can i have your autograph <laughs> right 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 <laughs> I've had those I've had those experiences like I'm walking through a store and like some dudes keep staring at me like yo you like 50 what's the deal what's going on It's like Corey yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you like am I about to get robbed what is going on <laughs> right right, right. <laughs> is there beef what's the right. stuff you know Oh that's that's dope man and how do you, how do y'all stay friends over 30 years dog right. like how, what's how, the key how do you stay friends with these mother? How do you stay friends? How it's like, you know, imagine having to live with your family forever. All right, <laughs> you know. Okay, so you know and. You know, it falls along those lines, too, because, you know, we all, like, we all play that, cause like, it's like four brothers, and we all play that role, mm. you know, like, Doug is the oldest, so he plays, you know, like, I'm, I'm gonna run things. Vernon is the middle child, mm. but he's not, in, in life, he's not the middle child, he's the oldest, so there's, a, there's always that kind of conflict. You know, me and Will are the youngest children in our family, so, mm. it, so... There's always this. There's always this push and pull, and there's no parents around to take sides. So we just we're just going at each other. And you know, it's we got. You know, we can we have moments of of real sort of bonding and brotherhood and and, and solidarity, and we're always doing that. But when we're thrown, when we're fighting, mm-hmm. it's like it's like I, like I, it's like I never left my mother's house. Like I'm still fighting with <laughs> like. And, you know, but but these are kind of cats that you could go. You know what? Yeah, fuck you, really. Fuck right? You. No, 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 really, seriously, fuck you. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, fuck you. Yeah, you kind of need that. You know what I'm right. saying? In order to really stay family and friends, you need to be had that moment. Um, and how do y'all do y'all get? How do you get space from each other? Like you know, between projects or between tours? Like do y'all? We, we all go out and do other shit. Okay. You know, we, we like play with other bands. We start our own bands. We, you know, we put out our own records, you know, and, and you know, we play on other people's records. But, you know, when, when we get together and when we start playing, it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's why we do this. Yeah. And y'all, and, and then like, um, it's weird because like y'all haven't done a record since 2009, right? As far right. as, right. So now, you know putting out this album now is, is it is back to touring is back to you mm-hmm. know performing live well, and all that stuff too right well we we, we never stopped touring you okay know, we take a we take a long time to make records that's the problem mm-hmm. you know is that we go into the studio and then we get real real particular about our shit 
It's mm. like, oh, I didn't like that snare sound. Oh, you know, I, I need to I need to use a six string bass instead of the five string bass for this one. And mm. you know, um, I don't like the the lyrics is kind of off here. Let me go let me go change some shit. And you know, the process on making this record was so different than we'd ever done before. Like we'd go in the studio, we'd record live all together. And then Andre Betts, the producer, would come along and, and then edit it. Like he did he played he did the whole hip hop thing. It's like, okay, I got the raw material. I'm gonna I'm gonna change it around, I'm gonna edit it and I'm gonna make it sound like something else. Mm. And so we come back and go, Where's the song? What's, you know, yeah. this is this is a whole new this is a whole new animal. <laughs> now, you know that we have to now deal with. Right. Now we got now now we gotta now we gotta put that now we gotta change our mindset to a certain degree, and make what we do fit in, in, into that framework. Right. Mm. And then he and sometimes he'd go back and, again and go, all right, I'm gonna change it up a little bit again and see what happens. So wow. we would have this so we'd have these things and this is like one of the first times in a while in a long time where we didn't have the songs written before we got in the studio. We were oh. in the studio writing these songs. So it took so it took some it was a process. It took a while. Yeah, I can imagine, especially with the songs being like, uh, you know, like they're they're speaking to issues. So you kind of have to fill the room, and people probably got shit to add. People, you know, like right. It's like it becomes well, more of a conversation to make a song. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And, 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 you know, and and you, and you know, you have to you have to find perspective in all that. You have to find mm-hmm. how how do I circumnavigate that that kind of thing, you know like with program or you know we had a song we have a song on there called freedom of expression and and we spelled it out f-o-x because you you can tell who we're talking about Mm -hmm. um and (laughs) and you know sometimes it got changed up a little bit so i had to had to move things around and change lyrics here and there to to make to, to make it work and make the 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 initial idea stay true to itself mm-hmm. and that was always that was that was a big challenge for a, for a, for a while and then making the record and going okay is it done no it's not done and then finishing the record again and going is it done nah it's not done yet let's mm. keep let's keep let's keep going so it took it took us like three to four years to make the record actually wow okay. so yeah so it was and in between, we'd go out on the road and we go play for a little while, and then we think about the songs that we that we had and try to, and, and then come back to the studio and then go and, and fix things again, and then go back out on the road or go out and do our own thing and then come back to come back to it. But you know, big up to to Dre Betts, he did his thing on this record for real. And, and when y'all are going out on the road while y'all are working on the songs, are y'all performing the songs as well in the state that they were in, or y'all just? Like we we try back. we try to we like okay. we take it we, we, like we try to do it at sound check and see if it if it if it's up to snuff yet and it's like no it's still not there yet it's not mm. it's not even ready for us to play it live let alone record it so ah, okay you know we you know we try to we try to get it out there and, and see how how it works and that and with that information that we got from playing it in the in in, in a space that wasn't a studio we could come back and fix things. Mm. Well, you know what's wild is that the album feels so current. It does. You know what I mean? Like, it took y'all, like, y'all worked on it for eight years. Y'all, you know, like you said, it took four years just to make, like, to get certain songs right. But the themes are, I mean, in a way, they're almost pressing it. You know what I mean? Like, 
because it's like yeah, well, it, that's happening that now change. you know what i'm saying that shit don't because that shit don't ever change right mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's always gonna be there's always some shit going on mm. in this world that's that's always that's that's constantly going on you know when you when you listen to something like two sides like the whole it, it you know, forever. You watch the news, you look at television, everybody got an opinion, everybody got a hot take, everybody right. got something to say. Right. There's only two sides, there's a truth and a lie. That's all there is. Right. There's yeah. only two sides. You can't, it's not left or right, it's not none of that shit. It's, it's, it's that. If somebody's saying something about how they feel, mm-hmm. then it's the truth. If, right. it's somebody, if it's your opinion on how they feel, it's a lie. Right. Straight up. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, like I said, man, I can't wait for everybody else to hear this album because I know people going to be writing in for weeks like, oh, I heard the album, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me tell you what I think because it's that kind of album. I feel like it's going to make people think and make people want to give their opinion. Um, and that's, that's dope, man. Also, like, like I said, I was talking about it yesterday, but it's almost embarrassing and a shame to look back and be like, damn, I didn't know how black these niggas were and how right. black they work was. Like, it's almost a shame. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know other people probably, have experienced it as well i know y'all probably get it uh a, a lot over y'all's lifetimes at this point of people being like i didn't know y'all niggas was like this right infinite nigga dap you know what i'm saying like for a while long time it's like so where you guys from brooklyn no seriously where you from i'm from brooklyn nigga where you think i'm from right, yeah like I, I hear who I played who shot you. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna just do my research. I hear who shot you. Like within the first four, but I'm like, that's Biggie. Hold up, hold up. What's happening right now? Your mama coming a fan? Like it was like that shit. I was like, oh okay. Then you go back and like, oh they been on this. Like so it's kind of interesting because like I said, I think um um one of the tricks of of kind of white supremacy and anti blackness is you end up quote unquote separating out yourself to be like well it it must be this experience it must be that experience this must be what you get defensive before you even have a reason to be defensive this must be what they think about me this must be what you think about me and i'm like damn it's fucked up because a lot of us are on the same page but if we don't communicate we don't give each other a chance and we're not listening to each other that how we supposed to get on the same page you know how we supposed to learn that shit exactly you know for a long time it was like I, when I first started out in this band, you know, I, I, I was in a series of like uh, these vocal groups, these R&B vocal groups and, and, and you know, singing in choirs and, I, you know, I, I was doing my thing. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I was I was coming, I was going somewhere and I saw some dude that I used to sing with. And he said to me, so when you going when, when you going to stop doing this foolishness and sing some real music? <laughs> oh, what? Oh, hell no. Wow, baby. Okay, put that in perspective. Jump cut like six months later, and we're playing at the Apollo, mm-hmm. and he's and he's sitting in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, it's like this that 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 fake shit you said I was doing. Right, there it is. That fake shit you said I was doing is taking me to around the world, and and it's no less relevant and no less prescient like you were saying right and no less real than anything that you're doing or anything anybody else is doing because i come from them same streets you know what i mean exactly like i'm you know i lived near where biggie grew up for a while 
Mm-hmm. I I had Biggie screw face me as I'm walking past his house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like I, I I don't want no beef with you. You too big for me. I can't do it. I can't. Mm-mm. I'm not fucking with you. Yeah. I, but, you I, know, also, like I always I always think people forget like if you black and you're in the public eye, you've experienced some real shit. So it's like, you know, it, it just like the, the experience is kind of universal, whether we want it to be or not. It's the same way exactly. people, people will tell people like, Oh, you're a rich athlete. Why the fuck are you talking about racism? It's like, cause I'm still black. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm st- yeah. I, 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 <laughs> and before I got all this money, I was still somebody's nigga. Right. For real. You know, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I can't opt out of this shit, and I think that's a, a huge part of it. And uh, it's one of the reasons, you know, like I said, I, I try to give people a chance because you just never know. But, yeah, sometimes I just, I mean, I'm 38, and I still look back on certain shit, and I'm like, fuck, what was I, what was I even thinking? Like, what was... Like, why would I ever think that? You know what I mean? Why would right. I make that assumption? But, yeah, I like I said, uh, y'all, y'all got a fan in us now because I, I know I'll be fucking – I'm going to be listening, Dude, period. I, I I appreciate that because I you got a fan in me, for real, for real. <laughs> that's oh. the crazy part. Right. Like, me being a fan of somebody who's been doing something for 30 years, yeah, it's not cool. really that big yeah. a deal because it's like, obviously, you're a professional. You make a living at this. Right. You're good enough to, to fucking be the man for 30 Ooh. years. Y'all are good right. enough to tour the world and Come do on. shit for 30 years we've been doing right. it seven so you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah, it ain't on the yeah. same thing we ain't world renowned yet <laughs> not yet you don't, know what i'm saying don't get don't get it twisted you are well renowned i listen to the feedback shows i listen i know who's calling you from where stop playing for real oh now you cats calling you you got cats right you from australia and and from japan and blah 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 come on dude you got you got peoples you, you know peoples. you know what yeah you know what we need to step into that karen we gotta we gotta embrace that <laughs> we gotta step into that we, one. we internationally known on the microphone um <laughs> now also uh like what have y'all ever had to deal with shit like as the black band and, and rock oh, yeah. like you know always like always so Race what kind always. of what kind of shit y'all have to deal with like is it from other bands is it from fans is it from yeah. venues and shit like what what's it well, like it depends on where you are. You know, some bands, some, some folks like to think that, you know, you were the affirmative action hire. Oh, mm, yeah. wow. That yeah. yeah. That shit. Yeah. Wow. You know, that you were the guy, you know, they had to clean up their image. So they picked some band out of nowhere to do with it, to, to, to fill their quota. Mm. It's like, nah, nah. Cause we slogged it out too. We got into it, into those, uh, those gospel choir vans and rode around the country mm. for a couple of years just slogging it out and playing in places that we know we shouldn't have been in. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like, dude, let's play for 15 minutes and go. Right. <laughs> They're like, when is this over? No. You break the shit down and let's get the fuck up out you, of Timbuktu walk, to nowhere. You walk in the bar and they do that thing with a needle skip, you know? Come on. <laughs> yeah, you look, you look at them and all you hear is them going, boy, what you doing right. up in here, boy? Me, one time we was in some, we was in playing in some club and me and Will were at the bar watching the watching uh like the nba finals or something and this is when uh detroit was killing it back then mm-hmm. and we was playing in somewhere in new england and will's got a mouth on him it's like fuck new england i can't stand them racist ass motherfuckers blah blah blah, blah. and we're in the bar and i'm like yo 
will shut up or we're going to have to fight our way out this month. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, yeah, I, uh, rest in peace, Joe's Crab Shack, but I remember, uh, one time yes. we watched, uh, cause basketball can be divisive, dog. Mm-hmm. We watched the oh, NBA, yeah. we watched the NBA finals and it was Jordan's flu game against the Jazz. Yeah. Oh. And you know, you remember how Jordan and them, they was down the first right. like three quarters mm-hmm. and it was looking like they was gonna take that L and Mike was you know Scotty was carrying this nigga I still think he was hungover but whatever <laughs> Scotty was carrying, <laughs> carrying this nigga to the bench and uh because of the racial divide in there was so real it, dog, was, it was it was hard it was our table was a black table it was a black family and it was one other black table like in the restaurant right. every other That's table was white, white and every other right. table was rooting for the jazz like yes only sir. only the three black tables was pulling for the bulls and we was all doing it like um uh you know y'all know that joke which dave chappelle talks about uh uh the terrorists on the plane and he looks at the other black dude and they make <laughs> yes! eyes. we was all looking at each other with the eyes Everybody like was not and giving giving like, right like the silent fist pump when joy hit a shot yeah. was you know like it was like that nigga by the end though because of how furious the comeback was and Jordan hitting the shot and shit hitting that three i remember all the black people being like yeah come on like we was going <laughs> yes! every, was, everybody had their hand up in the air with the fist in the air. yes like, yes yeah. bruh and that and it it got so it was like check please like them white folks <laughs> they they was tolerating us when they thought they was gonna win as soon as they took that l I, like that's how i can imagine you know if you go into a hostile environment you know it would be but y'all also have you know the talent and the skills so i'm sure once y'all start playing though there's also people that are like now hold up though yeah these boys can play yeah. let them play you yeah. know what i mean and, and we wasn't and, well some of us wasn't wasn't afraid to throw them hands for real right you know? so right like uh, like yeah start the car but we're gonna fight our way out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna have a getaway driver <laughs> have y'all had somebody that at first did not respect your genre and what you do being you black and and now they're like hey dog I didn't realize you was this good. Like it took your talent to actually get them to the point that they believed that you could do it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's like, you know, when you hear black rock band and you know, people go, Oh, these, you just trying to be a white boy. Mm. You know, it's like, just like y'all, you're like, yeah. y'all, mm-hmm. you're, you know, you just trying to, you trying to emulate whiteness. No, 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 right. no. You know, would you say did you say that to uh little richard right no would you say that to Jimi hendrix no right. would you say that to to p-funk uh, parliament funkadelic mm-hmm. nah that's the blackest shit ever right chuck berry you know what i mean chuck, right. right all of it you know even even some of those folks that 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 where you know they took they took it and and, and brought it back to us right mm you know and took took an idea that had been co-opted like th- that's the ultimate sort of like mm-hmm. co-op co-op you just said you said okay now this is mine right like, nah nah Mm-mm. no because i got something to say and and i'm not going to be relegated to 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 two stations on a radio dial right 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 you know what i mean mm-hmm like rock not, the jazz and the blues rock jazz and the blues is all genres i grew up if like before because i you know you don't necessarily have a frame of history unless somebody teaches right. it to you right i grew up being like oh that's white people shit right yeah. you know right yeah. and, 
and for a long time I had to I had to fight against that with my friends, with mm. people I've I known all my life. Like, why are you playing that white boy music? I'm not playing white boy music. Get it right. don't get it twisted. Right. This this is mine and it's been mine since the beginning. Right. And it's you yours know? too. Like Right. And it's yours too, nigga. If you'll do some research, right. it's all ours. Just our shit. Right. They tried to take it. Like right. come out to a show. Let's have, let's let's take our shit back. Let's have some fun. Right. That that shit was so dope, man. Like it's it's like I watched uh Moonlight. I mean not Moonlight, uh La La Land. And uh I can't, I can't. I'm sorry. Da, like I, mean, I, I didn't yeah, Karen mm-hmm. couldn't watch it either. I had to watch it for we well, we do I'm also a movie critic. Karen I is, know what you do. Yeah, you Karen is technically a movie playing. critic too, right? <laughs> but I just <laughs> so, I, I pick and choose the movies I wanna watch and most of them are predominantly black. Yeah, I support <laughs> Karen's way of viewing it because that's what white people do to our shit. Right, but, I'm like, fuck right. that. I'm not watching that. That is whiteness on top of whiteness with some mayo. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck about y'all problems. So it was uh it was one of those things where um I I was like let me go watch it cuz I was preparing myself preemptively for if they win and I'm gonna be mad so I can be like nah that movie wasn't even that good or right. you know oh the movie was great I see what y'all saying blah blah blah. And I watched it and I was like it just it, it just felt so white. Like it just felt it's a movie about jazz that feels super white. I don't know how you make that how movie. How are you gonna have a movie about jazz and ain't no black folks in it? Yeah. How? Like John Legend was in there for about ten minutes, and literally, you know, any other black person in the movie doesn't even have speaking lines, or they're just in the background, and it's it's this white dude being like, "I have to save these kids," you know, when it comes to jazz right. or whatever, and it just right. it never resonates um, as authentic to me um so but but that's kind of like also i think that's the biggest trick in the world is like a lot of us have kind of bought into like this is what it is like sometimes i go on title and i look up these uh they have legends like the serial uh-huh. playlist and i just look back and be like oh i've never heard of this dude his music's from like 1945 uh, and like yeah, i'm gonna go listen to this dude i'm gonna listen to this black man play a banjo and see what it's about oh shit we <laughs> be flames on right, it i'm like we made right. that too like you just be listening mm-hmm. like we can do everything right. so yeah I, I, it's you know, interesting every every form of uh, of artistic expression that exists in this world mm-hmm. started with black folks don't get uh, uh, for marginalized people right from 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 salsa to 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 hip-hop to to whatever you can think of even for some classical music mm-hmm. has had had influencers that look like us right yeah always you can never count yourself out man because you know like like a uh, title looking at my list right now duke reed they got a mm. they got legends duke reed uh he was a jamaican record producer dj label right. owner in in fucking 19 the 1950s so like mm-hmm. i'll just do that to edify myself so i can be like oh okay now i know who that dude is i know right. what his music sounds like um and that, and it's that kind of stuff that i just never did before it's Mm-mm. you know as much as we kind of quote unquote knock it but it's one of the good things about having the music at your fingertips is yeah. something like that you can be like yo i let me explore this real quick okay cool got it right, right. fortunately there are people who are curating certain things and saying that you need to know you need to be up on this to understand the world that you're living in right you know there are people that they're, but there are whole swaths of people who don't know that this belongs to you 
Mm -hmm. right. This belongs. This belongs to you as much as anything else belongs to you. Yeah. Right. And you know what? <laughs> I'm just like a lot of things. It's sad, but I think white supremacy strategically strips that away mm -hmm. because in a lot of these genre of music, if <clears throat> brown people knew that this was their music. We would literally come in, and the country rap albums would be all niggas like, like, like they don't want us coming in there remaking, revamping. You know, you know, here comes the Dixie Chicks with a black girl and, and Kanye rapping on the album. Like they don't want them problems, you know. And, you they know, they don't. They you know, don't. So yeah. they, they didn't like, even want Beyonce to perform her country song at the motherfucking because it was jamming. You know what I'm saying? It's right. like, ah, we can't, we can't have them on TV bopping to this because right. this shit is too fire. So I, I really think they don't <laughs> want that. They, they don't want, you know, the next, uh, opera singer, you know, to come out. And next thing you know, you got niggas up there beside the rich white folks mm -hmm. up there going, girl, you better sing <laughs> all in the opera. And the white folks looking like, oh my God. Um, I just came to, because this is my favorite album and these niggas is cheering like we at motherfucking church. Now I totally. They don't want them problems. I totally want that now. That's what I want. <laughs> I want niggas how, at the opera. How them white folks scared as hell. And, and, and you know <laughs> niggas will show up in there. They go to the orchestra. You hear the strings. Baby, you better play them strings. Right. Mm -hmm. you, you, you do know that's a violin, baby. You that's know that's a violin. No, I don't I, care. They strings. I need to see somebody's, I need to see somebody sneaking Popeyes into the orchestra now. Yeah! I need I need that in my life. I didn't know how much I needed it in my life till you just brought it up. They'll be they'll come out. We'll be having a fish fry and cookout up out front, selling plates <laughs> while they'll be going in there. The food gonna be flames now. <laughs> White people gonna be in the opera like, does anybody smell fried chicken? Nah. How did that woman get a whole three piece up in here? <laughs> like, oh, you didn't think I was watching this opera on uh, empty stomach? Come on now. <laughs> is, I, that, is that hot sauce in your bag? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have some Louisiana? I'm, yes. Yeah, I, I heard Beyonce supposed to be doing. Uh, she and talks to do the song for the next James Bond. I'm like, mm, next really? James Bond opening song gonna be black as fuck. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. They don't want. They don't want them problems. They, like, I, and I think that's why they stripped it from us because mm. they know if because you know what what i realized anything that's been predominantly white and you let any brown people in there mm. all of a sudden we start like baseball all of a sudden right. you got latino people and black people particularly latino people right. all of a sudden this racism come out of nowhere because they dominating your sport right. same thing with basketball same thing with football Music, people pe yeah. pe people wonder why all of a sudden white folks change and say how ain't they sport no more and and and, and flee away because they don't they don't want like brown people just listen to the way uh white critics talk about black movies now at the moonlight one like it's a right. change in tone like before before the black movies was winning when it was just like coming up in second place it was like oh it's a great movie but you know ava DuVernay they put out a good movie but i mean i don't know if it deserved the nomination but you know it didn't win so it's fine but then when it's like 12 years of slave one then moonlight right. one and moonlight literally yanked the award out of la la land's hands like <laughs> now i'm seeing these like it's just a black movie i don't what's so great about this movie i mean isn't it the same in the hood i'm like oh no 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 no, no. y'all no, was no, cool no. with it till it won like it was, it was it was a great movie until it took the thing that y'all thought white people should have got right and that right. that that spreads everywhere like you said in all the genres and stuff oh yeah and um, I, can't, I can't wait for what i said to come true i'm trying to i cannot wait i would buy front row tickets mm -hmm. to uh I want, yeah i want to write an aria just for you karen right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be there we will show up yeah 
can't wait till we get tyrone and them selling things <laughs> musical my black ass will be there oh all right i got call it three piece yeah. yes! <laughs> yes and they come out singing i love three pieces <laughs> i love three pieces <laughs> at my local popeyes I'm here for that book. yes i'm here for it yeah. oh my god all right we got a question from the audience um Do you know how to get to it yeah i'm looking at it right okay. now coffee light and sweet says um please help me understand the hard rock genre as i'm not familiar with it but would like to learn looking beyond the volume and vocal intensity what do i listen for what can i compare hard rock music to to make the connection i would really like to learn more about this genre thank you all right <laughs> wow. Um, you have to find your emotional center to anything, any music, you know, that you have to find where you are in any kind of music. So if it's loud and it's and it's angry, if you're loud and angry, then it works. I happen to be loud and angry. Mm. Um, it, it, if it's if it's something if it's touches you emotionally it touches you it, it says something about your life that you understand even if it talks about bullshit like uh, all i want to do is party mm. if you're if you're at that place that's what you find you know and then you know the, the history of, of music and the history of particularly people of color and, and music it, it you know we seem to be relegated to 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 one emotional state sometimes right. and you have you, it's like are you always sad no are you always angry no i'm not always angry mm -hmm. and the music should reflect that and with hard rock music particularly you know they're they're bands that 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 sort of traffic in you know the frustrations of being of not being heard mm -hmm. there's the frustrations of and who better to to know about not being heard than us? Come on, right? right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, who knows better about feeling frustrated about you, about the world that you live in than us? And there's music that that reflects that. There's music everywhere that reflects that. Sometimes it you know it doesn't have to it, it doesn't have to be. If you if you if you listen for that musical content and you listen for that musical emotional state, you'll find that any kind of music, hard rock music, you know, R and B music, soul music, you know, reggae, dance, hip hop, you know, punk rock music, all of it, jazz, will take you in a particular state. You, you know, like when you clean the house. And the music you listen to when you clean the house, you know, a, a friend of mine talks about, you know, you, you knew exactly where, where, what, what her mother was feeling when you heard Billie Holiday start playing, mm. <laughs> you know, oh, she's not, she's in one of those moods today. Right. Or, you know, you turn on, you listen to Al Green and it's like, oh, it's time <laughs> to clean the house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, the same thing is like, if you listen to, you know, something like i don't know anthrax mm. just like okay it's time to it's time to while out yeah <laughs> you know what i mean it's if it, if it's time if you if you listen to public enemy you listen to you listen to kendrick you listen to any of that stuff you know don't don't let yourself be 
don't let listen to what other people tell you what you should be feeling. Mm. Listen to your own feelings, and they'll be, and and I guarantee you, there's a music that will reflect what you are feeling. And it's not about hard the hard rock genre. It's not about the hip hop genre. It's not about the R and B genre. It's about how you're feeling. You know, we've we we in order to in order to sell it, they said, well, this is this music, and this is that music, and this is this music. Right. Fuck. Fuck that. Don't even think about that. Think about how you feel and find, find and hell Spotify and all of it will, will, will definitely give you a playlist to, to, that reflects that. That's that's what I do. Like a lot of times I'm like, <laughs> I want to explore this thing. I'm going to look for a playlist because somebody already thought of that shit. And people right. always, people always want to spread the word about their music. So it's like, if this is my shit, let me make this playlist, label it so-and-so go out and find it you know like oh like uh i wanted to like learn a little bit about jazz you know i always hear people you know my dad listen to jazz you know and so right. I'll, I'll just be like oh yeah jazz like i'll put j- literally jazz uh right. and then it'll come up like oh you want duke ellington like his his here's a playlist of the best songs and it's not just like the quote-unquote hits it's somebody that listened to it, that's a fan of his that went like this track right here this this is the one right. the world needs this to hear it. This, this is a deep cut that would really really say something to you, you exactly. Know? Um, and, you know, and and like I said before, don't listen to those two radio stations on on your dial. Mm-hmm. Go to, or, or, or 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 that or that, that one Spotify playlist that that the algorithm said that this is the kind of stuff that you should be listening to. Right. You know, because you pick these three songs, so everything else is going to reflect that. Nah, say. Put put in put type in the word angry and see what comes up. Mm. Mm. That's a good idea. Mm. I didn't really think about that. Do you put think, put, put in frustration and see what comes up? Mm. Yeah. Karen, go ahead. Ask your question. I'm going to the next session because we had to break, but oh, but keep okay, going. No. I'm, I'm gonna be right back on okay, screen, no everybody. Problem. Do you think that with all these uh, multiple platforms for downloading music and streaming music? How do you think that will affect the future of radio? Because, you know, with your, with your music being played on the radio, in addition to these other platforms, how do you think mm. it will change and revamp uh, radio? Because my personal opinion, I think as the older generations, talking about generations a little older than Roderick and us, die out, mm-hmm. radio will be less and less and less and less. People are into more personalizing their music and picking and choosing what they want versus being force-fed. Well, you have to find, like I said, like I said earlier, when what we have to what we have to say is to anybody that listens to music and anybody who appreciates music that you'll find subtleties in all of it. You'll find real real gradations of certain things everywhere, anywhere. You know, it, it, you know, I, for a minute, I, you know, to to you listen to so there's some African music. From from the continent, that's from uh, Nigeria, and it's from parts of South Africa that are they're hard rock bands in South Africa. They're you know all black, all you know with loud guitars and all that kind of stuff, talking about their situation, talking about the feeling where they are, from where they are in in the world, and if you can if you can open up yourself to say there's a th- there's other stuff out there I'm going to go find it then that's it's easily accessible so why not go and get it mm. 
and what is um like go ahead uh the other thing i was gonna ask too um like now that you know people personalize their playlists and shit you know you have your suggestions and all that stuff but one of the things that's hard to duplicate with radio a lot of times you still have personalities Correct. and that's not going anywhere if anything Correct. those people might be moving to the internet yeah right but yeah. you know like regardless of what you think about them it's always gonna be somebody around talking between them songs yeah, even if it's on youtube like they're gonna be somewhere streaming twitch wherever other platforms yeah, i mean what yeah. i i what itunes took over from the radio but then itunes has what radio stations mm-hmm. like they hire people they pay them they come in and they play the song like oh look i'm gonna play my favorite drake songs today and that like that's still radio in a way it's just moved from your car necessarily your car stereo to now it's you know every time you log on to one of these streaming apps so it's still there right. uh uh even title title has podcasts now Correct. so, so right. now you're getting your music and you're getting the the two-part interview with jay-z that everybody wishes they could have got you know right <laughs> you can't you can't only go get it on title right yeah hey, listen <laughs> people be mad about i know people be mad I'm that not. we that we that we stand for the carters but i fuck with them carters because they be about their paper dog Come like on. beyonce right. and jay be like yeah you can listen to it on my app for 9.99 <laughs> a month right ain't that what everybody else do everybody <laughs> else got exclusive deals why can't us i fuck with them man i get your paper and, man and, right and that's what 440 was about is like getting your paper mm-hmm. I'm a, and, and, and how it's, it's, i hate to say this and I hate, it's like he gave you the blueprint he right really did. he really did <laughs> he really did right he said you want to make some money like i made money without having to sling weight right here, here you go here's what i did I took, right it's exactly this is exactly what i did the good the bad and everything else involved with that right when i got when i got all this money things was hap- things started happening to me mm-hmm. I, I i got married and the money still kept coming i still got problems right <laughs> yeah I, I love that this is the first album where he looks at his like his own like the problems he created for himself exactly uh, i felt like um and I, see i love watch the throne i know it's controversial like some people hate it or whatever i love watch the throne but it's that album was about like i got all this shit still black like right. like it's still fucked up like you know yeah i got the all white cocaine seats in this motherfucking exclusive they only made five of them rolls royces i have to duck when the cops come that's what life is right now dog like they right. like, only the doctors got this shit and me the rapper drug dealer that's right. the only people that own this you car and your dentist and chiropractor like that that album is so fucking black man that um it is uh from murder to excellence where they talk about basically once again they talk about black on black crime and that shit like right. kanye talked about chicago but kanye from chicago so it wasn't like right. some some did some like misdirect like that's a nigga that's like i my i have friends that died in these streets what the fuck are we supposed to do about this and then in that same track it's like and this is the opulence of what we've achieved both of these are connected like that it's a mind-blowing album to me um all right last question though uh somebody at my man uh the five starter crew asked me to ask you this on uh twitter when they heard that uh we were going to be interviewing you did y'all ever have beef with guns and roses yeah yeah we did <laughs> what was the beef about what happened it wasn't uh, let me let, let, let me get this straight we didn't yeah. have beef with guns and roses we had to get beef with axel oh uh, that's what he said that's what he said what what's the story man they had a song they put a record out they called one in a million and 
where Axel had this lyric about niggas and faggots get out of my way. Oh my man! Oh nah, nah, <laughs> nah. Right, right, right. So it's this song about him come, moving to L.A. on the coming to L.A. on the bus on the Greyhound bus and, and him being there and this is what was going on. And we took a exception to that. We said, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's shit. That's not cool. That's not cool. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna we're not gonna stand here and let you do that. We were, we happen to be when this is back in the day. So we was on tour with Guns and uh, with uh, with the Rolling Stones, and they were playing in L.A. And we had said in the press, we don't appreciate that song. We don't appreciate what they're trying to say. We don't we don't like it. And you know, Axel came up to one came up to us our old bass player muzzy and uh said you got a problem with me you got a problem with me he's like muzzy said just chill relax right let's talk about it and he got in a huff and walked away and we got up on stage and said look i don't care who you are i don't care where you come from i'm gonna be who i am and i'm not and I, i'm i'm be and i'm not gonna let you tell me who i am mm. and we proceeded to play mm. And it, and so there was this beat, but we, you know, with the rest of the band, which is deep, the rest of the band is cool. I know Slash. I've had, right. I've hung out with Slash. You know, he's cool. Slash is black. Right. I, you know, the rest of the guys in the band don't have didn't didn't have those kind of issues to mm. a to a degree. I mean, they still, you know, they, I'm sure they had no idea who and what we were and who right. what, and who what black folks are in, in, in general. <laughs> right. But their frame of reference was was Slash and right. Slash. No, Slash don't care about none of that stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's that that my black friend thing where you like, well, <laughs> right. well, well. Tony's cool with it. You like, I don't know Tony. I'll whoop your ass. Right? <laughs> right. Did, I, did I tell you I was from Brooklyn? Right. Did I? Did I, <laughs> did I, did I, I, I know you. I know you gig on people from New York City talking that shit. But yeah. For real? <laughs> right. You know. Yeah. Seriously, because you know. I, you know, I had to fight my way out of certain spots. Right. And and I and I ain't afraid of whooping nobody's ass. Mm-hmm. For real. Yeah. You know, I'm 53 years old. I still whip your ass. Okay. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. <laughs> if Axel would have caught the hands from Living Color, that would have been infamous, dog. That would have been. That would have been the most infamous story in rock and roll. Just like, yo, remember when Axel ran up and got done up, bro? Uh, what was he thinking? <laughs> Take that shit out the album. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah that 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 is crazy though because uh there's a certain level of uh um like almost dismissiveness because they probably just view it it tells you what they think it just essentially the fact that you didn't think about that lyric tells you what you what you that you didn't think anybody should take exception that you could come to a black person and be like i can't believe you mad like that that tells you a lot about what they thought to even put it in there i don't know what i wonder if slash was in the room like i don't know about that bar go ahead go ahead do your thing i don't know it feels like they were in two different rooms when it when it went down it's like like they they made the song and and axel came along and started started singing (laughs) right and that's what you know yeah i used to say that about um the outcast album uh I love I love all the Outkast albums, but that's my theory is Big Boy was rapping and then Dre came in after Big Boy got done and was like, I'm gonna do some singing. Let's 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 mix this shit up, dog. And it's like Big Boy coming in the next day, like, what happened to the track? Like, oh, oh, Dre came in, you know, he added some shit. It's, I mean, it's cool. Like, you should check it out. It's a rock and roll riff on it now. He's singing. 
you know he got erica badu on it like it's it's it's, it's a little different but you i think you can still get into it uh <laughs> And then, uh, he like, put the, he put the shakers over, over your last verse. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, I, I, ignore the maracas you hear in yeah, the background. Yeah, he did some, <laughs> he modulated his voice and, and he put a, a five minute speech over it. But, uh, you know, it's, it's still jamming though. Let's do it. You know, He'd be like, is that his voice underneath the beat? Like, is that a beat or is <laughs> right. that him? Uh, uh, yeah, he took his voice and created his own beat, but it's still, it's still flames right. though yeah right like especially uh i don't know like the song i imagine it happening to the most is uh the song is like humble as humble as a that's the way the cookie comes up my dream that shit because like my man uh big boy's verse on that shit is so hard it's like you know right 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 it's not like he just rapped over the drums and then dre came in and was like <laughs> all right my turn <laughs> i'm about to kill this shit <laughs> it's like two different cooks and they put right. that shit together like dre came in here at midnight and some uh it, it, it's in a football pads no shirt underneath <laughs> he had on some capris and he had on some sandals and he had on some shades and he fucking killed these he just sang the fuck out of this hook and, and we then had he brought to put, his guitar and his sitar. Right. <laughs> yes. Right. He came in here with a live choir. Nobody knew what was yeah, happening. Yeah. We, you know, it was horns in the background. We it saw was a piccolos lot. And, it was a lot. and flutes, but 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 um, it's it's like when he came in, everybody was like, "Hey, hey I'm just letting you know up front." before before you go in here, like like this is what's happening. But like it's almost like two shelves cooked a meal. I'm I'm a consumer. I, I just came to the table to eat. I don't give a fuck how it's made. It's delicious to me. Right. That's you, you ever see that Key and Peele sketch? Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, man. So good. Yes. That's how I imagine it happened, dog. Like... <laughs> but uh that was that's another one that's another one of my favorite groups man because right oh yeah they were oh, so yeah. innovative and so genius and coming from different angles to make the track like the cohesiveness it's it's like chaos but beauty sometimes mm-hmm. uh as especially as they get as it progresses like the first album is like just it felt almost like dre and and, and big boy was just completely on the same like wavelength even though you could kind of hear it then like Yo, Drake right. think Drake think a little out there. Yeah, out like he there. thinks right. ho- he thinks holistically and like it, it, like concept wise, he goes a little deeper. And then by the time you get to like it, uh, stank on you, by the time you get to the love below, and mm-hmm. like it, you know, you're like, oh, okay, yo, do you, oh, you, like, you, you, heard, you heard it in Equimini. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, you can yep. hear it in Equimini too. Yep, because when when they were making Equimini, I was on LaFace Records. My solo record came out on LaFace Records. So I would hang out with the Dungeon family and all those cats, oh. And, oh. and and they were like, "Yeah, man, we want you to sing on some shit. Don't you just just." And I never got to sing on shit. Mm. <laughs> like, but what was deep was like you sit sit down with Dre with the Dre's, and you they say the same shit, completely different from each other. Right, the same thing. Right, <laughs> right. They'd be saying the same. They be saying this, like having the same conversation with two with with the same person on bo- two sides of the same coin, one side of the same coin. It's like, okay, he Dre is coming from this way, three thousand is going is taking it real esoteric. Right, like, I get it. All right, that's cool. Let's do it. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I will never get that again, man. And you know, but is 
it was just chaos but it was beautiful man and like i said yeah. like I, the, my favorite song to imagine it happening to is is home alone the moment because like big boys versus you know back on the microphone the number one controller i rock the microphone like a blizzard i'm so cold trying to like it's like it's very straightforward and then right. like <laughs> the intro like i imagine him dropping the verse right but then when you listen to the song like the intro is andre and he got that like modulator on his voice he's like oh i think i can i think i can like i'm like he couldn't have done that in front of big boy he could he had to do it separate like they didn't do that at the same time but what's deep is like they allow each other to be each other yes like yeah in the same room they were probably in the same room and dre said dre said all right i got this verse i got this thing here check this out like oh yeah <laughs> right like the, like that's the beauty of it they both can look at each other and be like yo that's dope yeah that's dope mm-hmm. we put that in the song yeah, yes yeah. we can make that work <laughs> right like anybody else would be like nick you fucking up the song come on man mm-hmm. right <laughs> like it's the, they they very much enjoy what what, what the other one's doing yeah right. i could tell i could you could tell too because uh they had that interlude uh with, with the niggas that was buying the album that was like man first they was some pimps then they was some genies <laughs> yes! now they on some old rack righteous face man oh man i don't fuck out cast like yes that you can tell <laughs> all right man right. we <clears throat> we've talked about a lot of stuff man make sure y'all get this album though mm-hmm. okay september yes. 8th it's called shade living color yeah. with the u in it okay uh cause, yes. probably because y'all got tired of the 80s of people being like y'all in living color the um <laughs> <laughs> no, so then, uh, all right, all right. I'm gonna let y'all in on it. We said we living our our living color was first. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm just joking. Then the back, '90s, were y'all getting it a lot though? In the '90s, like, oh yeah, <laughs> uh, straight up, we we flew into some airport and, and these folks were coming around. This is like, and somebody was like, "So who's that? That's Living Color." Oh, Living Color. Which one of y'all is homie the clown? Oh, <laughs> for real yeah hey so uh what you do for a living oh i'm in living color oh for real hey man do uh do the three snaps like what nah <laughs> no, no 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 i'm in living color it's a band yeah. we play music not, not the comedians no yeah no. <laughs> i can right. just imagine that shit <laughs> oh man but yeah get it dog you know it's got the you in it okay all right because it's universal yeah in living color because i because I, I i i need to buy one myself so they, yeah mind. i've heard it i'm telling you it's flames okay i'm just saying um and then of course uh we still we got to play the games okay oh we can't, my god yes, yes yes you know we can't have them on the show and not play the games right? as well you know so we're gonna get into them games um while this uh loads up um matter of fact let me see if there's any news i did want to talk about before we get to the games. i don't think nothing important happened today mm-hmm. oh nigga yes something did oh uh, that goddamn hurricane yeah it's a hurricane fucking up the united states y'all in texas have you seen these pictures no yo it's like five feet of water like it's in people's houses um i saw a picture like because you know a lot of it happened at night but i saw a picture in the morning when the sun came up the whole street like a river like god you know i have seen some of the pictures on social media and uh i'm gonna tell you right now and people forget this what's even more fucked up there's no director of fema so you have this shit happening and on top on the low nobody pays no attention trump just signed something right before this storm came mm-hmm. to reduce the amount of coverage for flood insurance mm-hmm. so it's gonna be a lot of people that's gonna be screwed a lot of those people down there that voted for trump gonna look at him and be like rescue us 
and he's gonna stick his middle finger up at y'all right you know yeah. and just like here in north carolina they had flooding here from a storm not too long ago a lot of those people that voted for him turned around and got mad when that shit was denied mm-hmm. they got less than they was gonna do the states would ask for money they cut that shit in half because overall he does not give a fuck about this country and he's showing people in in, in a myriad of different ways and you can't run you can't run the government like a business because the government's not a business because a business never has to care about people. right r- right like, like right. a business can be like fuck them let them drown like that's what business would do right a government need to go down there and help people and you do need a fema director like you can't just be like, ah, we'll cut that. You know, we'll worry about something. If an emergency is going to happen, dog, it happens every year, you know? Right. And, and, and exactly. And, and, it's, and one of the things that, in my opinion, and, and, and this, uh, really makes me mad, it was so fucked up. A lot of poor white people fail to realize y'all on the same boats as these brown people and these Mexican and these niggas and chinks or whatever you right. want to call us. We own the same, we floating down the same, uh, uh, stream. Right. The, the white people, uh, they have all this money that one day you aspire to be, which you actually never will be. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. tricked you into vote, tricked you into punching a hole in the boat that we all own. Right. So we all gonna sink. But like Roger said, you don't care as long as you drown last. Right. Damn. Right. That's deep. Um, that is deep. And the United States Border Patrol is, um, actually trying to find people fleeing the hurricane that are undocumented immigrants i was hearing that that's so fucked up how is that a priority right now why is that a priority why is that a priority (laughs) like couldn't they be like couldn't we get them to like maybe lay some sandbags out like something that'll help like could like could they maybe set up some facilities for people to 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 stay in where they could be safe like it seems like it's i don't know not the biggest priority right now that's the way i would view it you know right because but when you just pardon joe apario apario who is the motherfucking number one unconstitutional bigot that was uh looking for undocumented immigrants and targeting uh communities of color when you just pardon that dude i think the message is loud and clear you know what i mean it should be. absolutely um absolutely. but yeah i saw that shit and i was like damn man if it ain't one thing it's another but yeah i, I you know of course they're in our thoughts man like right i know we got listeners in texas right. i know i got all kinds of people on the internet and friends that are in texas and right. shit yeah. um uh, you know yeah, I, a lot of them are checked cold. in right. yeah a lot of them checked in safe and everything but you know it's not over really and i heard it went south which means it's collecting more moisture which means it might hit land again right. so mm. shit could get real ugly and there's nobody in charge of helping them right and and we said this before and and what a lot of people who i know a lot of people get drained by all the shit that's happening you don't have to stay abreast of everything but there are some things that you do need to be abreast of there are positions in the federal government there's there's no director so you have people that are literally coming to work every day and they don't have shit to do because they ain't got no goddamn boss. Right. You know, that shit matters. You know, you come to work like, hey, doll, what are we going to do for this and that? And there's no form of direction. And so you cause chaos. And something I didn't realize this until you said the other day, motherfucking Friday nights is, oh. is Donald Trump's dump night. <laughs> Any fucking thing that they that he did, it all gets dumped out on a fucking Friday yeah, night. That it's news, like, the Friday like, night news dump, it's, it's draining. It's, it's, it's like a stream, and I never realized this until you said it. Yeah, it was a transgender um, band. They actually did pass it. In the military? Sort of, in the military. They mm-hmm. passed it. It's not just they a tweet. Passed it. It's not just a tweet anymore. Um, apparently, people that are still in, they can't be kicked out, but nobody can join as trans but 
as always the the messaging is clear right if you in do you think this teaches the other soldiers to respect you you think no you think they supposed you think they gonna you think that it's not for the ones that are bigoted you think they not feeling some type of emboldenment like oh okay okay so we got a, a presence that's with the shit you know what i mean like right. that's the way that that's gonna roll out and then you had um our you know him pardoning um sheriff or part or pario or whatever and then you had um uh, he had somebody quit too i forget who was the person that that quit or whatever uh, uh gorski yeah so yeah so then i mean the, they gorsuch that's it yeah they gorsuch yeah yeah they they fuck like all three things just in friday night from about 5 p.m to about 8 p.m just bam 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 and i think they, and that's what they do every friday right it's like an overload they purposely and strategically right. overload because they know well that's when everybody's going mad home. at everything it's not even that you can't be mad that's when the media goes home uh, uh, media, media uh, gotta go see their kids too okay. you know what i mean okay. i gotta have a life mama gotta have life too so they they out for the weekend and now it's left the joy reed skeleton crew yeah right. it's left the joy reed to cover the shit on saturday uh and re- catch you up for Found all the bullshit self, right 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 uh, anyway uh also uh usher finally responded to the herpes lawsuit uh he claims that the woman assumed the risk by having unprotected sex now this is interesting because his if, if we follow the, the 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 uh defense that he had the first one was never seen that bitch for in my life the right. second one the second one was uh because it was like nah that that's not wasn't me i was with my girlfriend uh and then it was like well we have a hotel employee that that says they remember you showing up at uh what was like the best end like it wasn't a great motel but it, right. and then it was oh, okay well look i don't have sex with big girls so clearly couldn't be me and now finally we're at if i fucked her it's her fault so i feel like he's kind of broke the law and you were supposed to tell them yeah yeah i think if you knowingly had herpes you still have to like inform them technically so i don't know that what this defense is gonna do for that argument um we'll see um because it's not like this happened a long time ago like what this is like this year or some shit and he's married so it's i i i don't know i i he was he was better off just saying wasn't me or right some other shit because right. i know his wife ain't like this defense you right. know what i mean even if it is the truth i know his wife is like wait a minute you said you was with me that night and you didn't do nothing right and somebody was talking about std he already knew baby because the, the, like, yeah, there's like, a lawsuit and, right. and another and uh the, thing he had to admit it years um, ago in a in a what do you call it uh whatever deposition. it is deposition there you go karen yeah thank you um yeah so um he's got a different defense now um and he said it's your fault don't be fucking me raw well you knew what it was so good luck um mm, then you then then you wonder why women be like men ain't shit everybody get in their feelings and get all emotional but women are the only ones to get emotional though not dudes though but go ahead yeah i don't i don't know this uh his lawyer need to you do not pay a lawyer to do that he gotta come up with a better one come on and, and the, and the <laughs> right. thing is was, <laughs> right. Was, like i hope no. he got his money back because if that's what my lawyer come out if we walk out the room and the lawyer's like here's the deal 
I'm gonna just tell them they shouldn't have fucked you. I'm gonna be like, uh, nah, nah nope, no, nope, 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 nope. That that's not gonna sell, bro. Come up with another one. Nope, you ain't gonna have me. <laughs> but I just, you ain't gonna have Ashy Twitter defending me because that's all that's right. gonna happen. And that's why women get mad because you have all these ashy ass niggas coming out there flicking ash in the air like LeBron James, going, mm. yeah, here we come, <laughs> ladies, and right. they're like, shit. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, you know, see, we'll see what happens with Usher, dog um all right now for our games i got the music up let's do it yeah play some fucking with black people yeah (laughs) we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right it's time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people Game, we go around the globe, we find different articles, make us feel fuck with us black people, and we assign point scores from 0 to 100 in intervals of 25. Today's contestants, everybody. All right, let's see who is fucking with us today. Um, let's see, how about, uh, oh, did y'all see the video of the white woman whooping that other white woman ass for being racist? (laughs) (laughs) I seen bits and pieces of it what happened um well uh i'll try to put it on screen if they uh if they have it but uh a white woman was minding her motherfucking business <laughs> minding her business <laughs> as she is wont to do and uh, another white woman decided to uh to say some racist shit to her about i believe it was haitians yeah, what i think it was haitians yeah yeah she went what? specific with it like i don't even know i mean is the woman married to a haitian is she dating a haitian or uh i don't well here's the thing i don't even know how the racism got specific to just haitians right it's gonna be something in the i always just thought white people was like not white and white when it came to racism i didn't know they they was on this specific like "Mm -mm, not just all black people it's just them haitians um but yeah apparently uh she said she was uh in a hotel lobby another woman came in made a racist comment about haitians uh in the hotel lobby and she uh ended up getting into it we're talking there oh. were a bunch oh, we don't of see it. Was- oh y'all can't see it oh mm-hmm. hold on hold on hold on guys i'm gonna get it on screen give me a second um y'all know how this goes uh showing me sharing it i don't know why it's not showing on y'all screen okay mm-hmm. all right well, i don't see it all right uh okay i see i just got the it took too long message give me one okay. more time we're gonna try this again y'all okay um yeah that don't work refresh yeah i'm uh, yeah if not i'll refresh but look when i saw this video um i didn't have the context at the time i just it was just like yo white girls can throw them hands or something and i was like damn why don't white violence what about the cheese in wisconsin what about the cheese so sad so sad to see this you know the children in uh green bay are gonna be so hurt and uh i didn't know what it was about but turns out she was fighting for uh on the side of uh fighting against racism and those are race anti-racist hands of justice and i am always into that i'm here for it is it showing yet yes okay all right let me see if i can play this this report um, soccer tournament going on at the hotel a bunch of little haitian boys and their mothers were in the lobby they had a church service going on over here and i'm a white person i'm walking out of the elevator and i see a white lady standing at the desk talking to the white clerk saying you know uh you guys need to do something about all these wet floors over here um you know how these haitian people are so to me she was inferring that 
I don't know, Haitian people are more likely to sue somebody than another race. Mm. You know what I mean? Just, uh, what do they call those stereotypes? Mm -hmm. mm. You know what I mean? So, and, and you know, who was she to say that? Right. And what's the point of even saying that? Why do you have to be nasty? Why do you want to sit up and be nasty for? Mm -hmm. I don't get that. So, like I said, I, I went to her and I made sure what she said, tried to at least, and she didn't want to hear that. Told me don't worry about it because I'm not black. Mm. So, so she said some racist shit about Haitian people. Old girl heard it. Then when she confronted her about it, she went, "Don't worry about it. You not black." And that's how the altercation started. Now I'm about to find the video, video though, because she got mopped. Yeah, she got she got mollywopped, dog. Um, <laughs> and they don't be ready. You know what I've realized? Me and Roger talked about this. And I don't, and I, I'm telling you right now, I think it's going to black. People that are the loudest don't want none. Like, mm -hmm. like people that put on the spectacle in the show and just, ah, you don't want none. Yeah, it was to, and the thing is, it was totally one of those times too where, um, she could have been fine. You know what I'm saying? Like she, like the woman that got beat up definitely started it and kept instigating it until she got her ass whooped. Like, she got in her face and the one and she was like now listen she did the universal i don't i thought this was a black thing i did not know that white people do this too she did the universal slowly taking my accessories off why you too busy jacking your lips and the whole time i was yeah, watching i, was I said leaving later. i was like that woman got hands. leaving later so what time like three 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 yeah okay thank you sorry about that no nah, no problem oh, you're man. good baby but look, she did the universal slowly taking my shit off. That always means a woman got hands. Every single time. Like, it I've never rains. seen it the other way. Mm -mm. And she was sitting down. Yes. Mm -hmm. She started taking off her shoes. I said, oh, oh, like, run. You know right. what I'm saying? Run. You you see the, the earrings come out, especially, you know, they got two, three holes. They'll take them all off. They start stripping off the necklaces. The oh, don't let them put their the hair rings. in a ponytail. Don't let them put their hair what? in a ponytail. Like, I'm I'm surprised you giving somebody this much time to do it. I wouldn't fight right. a person that was doing it. I wouldn't give a fuck if it was a dude. If he start taking off accessories and putting their hair up, I'm like, oh, no, hold up, brother. It's not that serious. <laughs> it's not even that serious. All right, here, here's the video, Karen. Let me uh give you the sound and make it bigger. I'll make this shit bigger. Oh, why is it? Oh, because I muted up here. All right. So, all right, here we go. This is, uh... Oh. It says something about shooting her in the fucking face. Oh, also, the woman that got beat up is supposedly pregnant. Get at... Come on. She got her ass whooped for two. Come on. That's her fault. Okay? I'm not going to feel bad. She's pregnant like Cersei's pregnant. Oh, oh, she got it. Huh? It's old. Shout out to the black security guard who waited till the ass whooping was over. I see you, player. <laughs> I see you, playboy. I see you. He was like, not yet. Not yet. 
okay she's done uh yeah, yeah. let's break this up ladies yeah damn shame damn yeah. shame what happened just now right because her thing was like i was cool with you yelling but you put your hands on me yeah we're gonna have a motherfucking problem yeah you not keep your hands on people and you being pregnant ain't got a goddamn thing to do with you put your fucking hands on me right did, did she mush it in the face for real yeah she mushed it in the face she hit her with the man that she hit her with them hands of justice D- them beats sounded solid that's they sound like a drum beat like pop 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 uh hold on i'm about to play this again we gotta i gotta show y'all one more time <laughs> now see she she warned you there yeah, she won she gave you intention this is florida it's a stand your ground state she said i'm taking my shit off so if she gets in my face i can defend myself and this woman went and said i'm gonna get in your face so you can defend yourself and was not prepared like in any way that woman was not prepared for the ruckus okay Mm-mm. she didn't no. even throw a punch i don't think she just got in her face like bitch do something okay well we're not gonna make it to room 405 honey mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yes. oh yeah i'm sorry you couldn't hear the audio but uh yeah she she basically said um the the woman who got beat up said i'm in room 405 you're not making it to room 405 dog it's happening in the lobby right now so right. go lay down in room 405 later <laughs> on and put some ice on your head because you done got molly wop dog it was so good thank you white lady uh zero to 100 karen oh under zero zero for karen okay what about you uh Corey? negative 100 negative 100 all right yep i give this a zero myself don't feel fucked with this all at all um don't write me about how violence is always wrong or it's wrong to hit a pregnant lady i don't give a fuck don't be racist to people you don't know and get your ass whipped in the lobby of a hotel and go viral that's that's what should not happen uh also um shout out to that lady uh that whipped her ass she also uh had put out like either a facebook or twitter post that was like listen um i know people just try to give me extra props because i'm white but really i know it would have been different if i was black blah 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 and i'm like yo is who's educating these white people because that's starting to happen more where like the family of heather hired they they put out a statement like hey look we know that y'all care because heather was white but if she would have been black and been at that protest y'all should be just as mad um come on is, is these white folks getting the safety pin boxes don't nobody tell nobody they on something dog i mean come on uh deteriorating dust mite uh deteriorating dust mite stacy dash calls auntie maxine waters a buffoon of course there's headlines brought to you by bossip of course ah! <laughs> where i get all my shady headlines uh apparently um she tried it stacy dash blast maxine waters uh <laughs> this article aged applehead stacy dash is still oh lord <laughs> <It's> still... <laughs> oh god the shade it's still it's still making asinine comments from the unemployment line oh <laughs> you know it's funny last week i really did ask what what happened to stacy dash because it's like she just disappeared after fox got rid of her. i thought somebody else would have picked her up Mm-mm. but uh no i told her ain't no nigga in the office why we need you mm-hmm. the defunct and deteriorating <laughs> fox news commentator 
took time away from well doing absolutely nothing to come for none other than Andy maxine waters stacy retweeted a post about maxine's black girls rock acceptance speech where she blasted her alt-right ultra conservative haters oh refresh baby oh i, I need to refresh mm-hmm. okay give me one second everybody i'll be right back yeah, sound is gone oh okay oh maybe that's what happened earlier all right all right refreshing guys give me it'll mm-hmm. take like a minute or whatever and we'll get right back to it but um yeah stacy out here in these streets still talking shit man like you ain't got no job just go do what people without jobs do and shut up you know she spent all that time telling other black people to shut up um like <laughs> and stop complaining and then they go on, on on twitter and shit and it's like ain't you the snowflake do you need a safe space like maxine can't go to a black girl event and have fun like that's the only time you bring up anything is to tell black people not to have fun not to do things for blackness like get the fuck out of here and stacy dash is legitimately one of those people that wouldn't be famous without black people like the beginning of her career is all us being like oh stacy dash i know who that is like get the fuck out of here um all right i'm, I'm almost back here no problem um there i go all right so i'll be back in a second there we go all right um and she called her a corrupt media buffoon instead of uh the light in the black community she is uh stacy dash tweets this is how you spend a corrupt media buffoon sucking up her late in life 15 minutes and it was black girl rocks acceptance speech Annie maxine waters it was basically a bet.com link uh which who would you be without bet.com like first place i seen stacy dash was probably on some bet shit so right uh but yeah the nerve of this crumbled cookie face heifer uh says bossa don't play man whoever wrote this was angry people are now rightfully dragging stacy and claiming auntie maxine's reclaiming auntie maxine's time fun how representing maxine at representative maxine waters 15 minutes is lasting longer than at real stacy dash entire career uh someone said and if anyone knows about corrupt media buffoons sucking up their late in life 15 minutes girl have a seat at this prince yeah. gift that now sis uh have a seat um yep so she got drugged to hell for it. uh karen zero to a hundred oh oh a uh, hundred for her okay uh what about you uh cory yeah she get a hundred yeah yeah a hundred for stay stacy a lifetime achievement 100 person now exactly when when's she gonna just pop up and say something normal like what happened what is the switch that flips in like the coonery or whatever where it's like everything i say for the rest of my life is gonna be fuck black people like you can't never just have a tweet like mm, had a delicious pop tart this morning Mm-mm. like you really have to wake up and be like black people enjoying pop tarts is the problem with america and y'all the reason the pop tarts cost so much mm-hmm. like what happened because you got to keep your job the second you act normal white folks going to become uninterested it's weird because she ain't got a job and she's still matter. talking like this she's seeking one she like somebody eventually gonna pick me up i'm waiting for the first nigga to be like i was cooning on tv but then they fired me and now i'm back you know what i'm saying i'm waiting on that dude to be like look man i said what i had to say man fox was giving out checks for any black person saying what was i supposed to do i was broke i was living out of my car and they said hey put on a suit and come say black people ain't shit they gave me a thousand dollars they stopped paying me i'm back y'all sorry see you at the cookout you know there'll be people standing outside locking them out nope <laughs> we're bringing your plate but what you ain't gonna do is get in the party you'll be you'll be here's your to-go plate take your ass home yeah that's what it is it's it's forever. you can't come to the aria of three piece yeah you can't no. come to the no the aria of three pieces is a wrap for you bro Mm-mm. sorry 
um meek mill wrongful death lawsuit is laced with racist allegations so meek mill insists that he did had nothing to do with two people dying outside the place he performed and the venue claims that people are suing that the people that are suing are a bunch of racists the rapper filed new legal docs defending himself in a wrongful death suit filed against him alleging his thug fans incited the violence at his december concert outside of oakdale theater in wallingford connecticut in a document obtained by tmz meat calls bs on the allegations his murderous lyrics incited the violence yeah what listen i have listened to a lot of rap in my life Mm -hmm. i have never killed a nigga because of a rap song never like we can't like we can't do that where it's just like i had to kill him man the song was too jamming you know what i mean like the beast was too banging (laughs) ever right you you can't blame music for something that that that, that's not that's outside of you right man it's, it's not that's not the way it works like what the fuck was the the slavery soundtrack then because i want to know what they was right. listening to what was that jamming you know what i mean i'm about to own a person today uh live nation which runs oakdale is also being sued claims the victim's family has stooped to racial stereotypes by calling the fan thugs um as we reported a hell of bullets killed two and injured two outside of oakdale theater the plaintiff attorney joel faxon tells tmz he's confident the families of those shot at the concert agree mr mill meets the definition of a thug was was the victim black or was somebody in there was the victim white what right what was i the don't deal? yeah i don't even see yeah they don't have the the pictures of the victims uh he also said meet O's concert goers a duty to provide a safe concert experience and warn them of past violence at his events what that's the venue's job what are we talking about here? also what would i hey guys before we perform tonight i just would like to say sometimes people get beat up in my shows you know all what right happens so at a lot of people shows like not right. only not only black people like across the country there's a lot of white shows where they be reckless and fucking people up too right i'm also trying to like so before like is it specific songs like does wu-tang had no, to come out and be it, like listen guys we're about song. to perform wu-tang clan ain't nothing to fuck with and things have been known to get rowdy so i'm gonna need everybody to understand you will get your ass whooped coming down the stage all right let's get it going like what the fuck uh but yeah calling them thugs come on guys we know what that means mm-hmm. just call them <laughs> niggas just call them niggas uh <laughs> zero to 100 karen oh 100 all right what about you uh Corey? yeah 100 yeah i give it 102 man and i and rest in peace to them people man nobody should die at a concert right. i get that like not saying it's right. okay but how you gonna blame the the performer the performer like did he shoot him because if not come on did he shoot them right did he say shoot them like i don't know he didn't i don't understand you know I, I don't listen to that much meat meal but i imagine that it can't be no worse than little john and Eastside boys and they never got sued Mm-mm. and them songs was about fighting it was like, gave like, instructions right they'd be like what side of the street you live on the left side or the right side and they'd be like the left side stand up and the right side y'all stand up now fight that nigga over there you be like yes <laughs> i will fuck this nigga up <laughs> the, the hunger games of rap shows right <laughs> listen little john i stopped going to the club when little john came on i was like i know the rules it was like it was like now east side you side so you say you scared you scared the south side south side if you scared say you scared then 
be like now look at them and say fuck your hood i'm like wait a minute Mm-mm. wait well, <laughs> dude, when i heard certain beats drop i was like that is my cue to go i'm like this simon says <laughs> got a little too something about this little john yeah. says game got a little too real <laughs> yeah you told me to tell that dude to shout out his hood and then tell him fuck your hood how he not gonna swing on me right you know what i mean so uh all right let's get to uh let's play uh some guest the race guys Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for guess the race. The number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read to play news articles from all over the globe. We ask our contestant today, Corey from The Living Color, the band to guess the race and the chat room plays along and karen plays along and they all races uh let's see how about i'm watching i'm watching y'all sing and it's the most hilarious shit in the world you gotta give them a show man terrible yes you you know you gotta give them a show uh (laughs) this is what the people want right (laughs) it's bad singing and hand driving (laughs) oh man that's why they tune in live school officials have fired a bus driver accused of driving under the influence with 31 children on board Woo! Mm-hmm. that came to work lit uh carol carol etheridge was arrested in loganville middle school grounds uh monday after taking a field sobriety test according to school leaders a student on the school bus she was driving noticed something wasn't right a, stu- a student on the bus actually notified their parent and the parent notified the school said colleen moore with walton county schools investigators said they found a large bottle of tequila four small bottles of vodka and four bottles of prescription pills in her purse and her- listen karen and them, her i feel safe to say this woman felt them kids were getting on her motherfucking nerves oh she had <laughs> she, you know what she had she came to work lit she had parted all night long it was like fuck it instead of calling out using your pto time she was like i ain't got no more i'm going to work today i'm not saying i just feel pretty pretty certain yeah, stressed that out. if you had asked this woman about them damn kids she would have told you they getting on my motherfucking nerves uh a lot bitch oh. your ass down <laughs> oh man karen guess the race uh wait what was her first name carol etheridge investigators say they found Ooh. these oh. bottles in a school there you go carol etheridge. Mm-hmm. i'm gonna go white karen's going white right. what about you Corey? Mm. you said a student called their parents mm-hmm. to say that she was drunk if it was me i don't want to just watch it i wouldn't turn the phone on i turn the phone on and film her mm. not call my parents so she had to be white Mm, that's a good point uh <laughs> if it would have been like a world star video catches a stupid <laughs> right right <laughs> a world star video with the phone not turned in landscape catches a stupid <laughs> uh all right let me see chat room y'all guess the race white white the wheels on the bus go drink 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 miss Cri- oh, <laughs> oh. miss cravavel on any wednesday white woman wasted white woman not ready to catch these hands becky with the molly top cocktail white black kids will have beat her ass white white woman weaving tis white tis a white woman 
uh rough night extra white bombing like the move that movie oh drunk sorority girl white the correct answer is she was white you all got it <laughs> let me uh put her picture on the screen so y'all can see what she looked like um she just looked like you know she needed a a pick-me-up guys you guys know what it's like i mean because that was a lot of alcohol that she had in her pocketbook i was like good god yeah she clearly you know like i said she's on her last straw with them little them little badass kids yeah, I didn't know what's, what's the bus what's the bus lady on uh south park yeah <laughs> yes the one that had like the bird nest in her hair or some shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh karen let me know when it shows up in the chat if, if if i you know you know how this thing does i might have to reload or some shit yeah i don't see it okay all right give me one more second um uh let me try bringing it back up give me one second no problem but uh yeah you know it's funny she looked like she could be just somebody's grandma or aunt or some shit but you know obviously um she couldn't deal with it man um which is sad because you know she would have been a teacher you could teach drunk but driving drunk now nah, that's too far I'm sorry can't support it uh <laughs> uh all right now let's let me know if it comes up now um there was more information on the story too yeah she was charged with a dui and 16 counts of endangering a child Woo! they popped them with all the charges why is it only 16 counts if there's 31 kids on the bus i don't know did they charge for every bottle she had it was for every seat no she they charged the, the white kids charged her oh yeah <laughs> the black kids like man <laughs> this, man it's, it's more dangerous just living where i'm at this this <laughs> the safest thing i did all year right oh yeah it's still not coming up all right give me one more time chance karen i'm gonna uh refresh and bring it up sorry guys um <clears throat> be right back yeah that's what it was black kids was like man shit it's tuesday <laughs> right yeah they was like she probably do this all the time right i been knew she was uh drinking you come on they were like look just don't kill me get me to school right. safe i plus you know she we would have known that she was black depending on what she was drinking like, right exactly she yeah. had three bags of crown royal she had four mad dog <laughs> 2020s crown royal come in bags not bottles it's, she had three bags of crown royal uh <laughs> and one bag had all her percocet in it you're right <laughs> there was some all malt. the bags were purple <laughs> yeah she had some malt liquor uh <laughs> oh she had man. some Colt 45 right um she also said i ain't got time today to be playing with y'all so that's how you know she black uh all right so it should pop up this time karen um give it like 10 seconds but uh yeah then we'll get to the next story but yeah I don't, you know. oh yeah she's an older white lady too yeah she's i mean she's smiling in the picture i don't know if that's after she was drunk if that's a mug shot but she's like ain't no need for me to be out here sad because mm, right. i you know what i'm smiling because these goddamn kids is out of my right. out of my hair forever <laughs> uh yeah. you know what's not you in this, like lady from, uh, South Park. right you know what's not in this jail cell them damn kids <laughs> i'm smiling <laughs> we can still see your screen oh y'all can still see it oh yes. hold, on, hold on hold on hold on hold on we can't have that we can't have that hold up we don't need y'all cheating how do i make this smaller did it go away yet mm-hmm. okay cool cool all right now let's go to the next one i don't need nobody cheating um <clears throat> police hunt a mother of one 
who gave oral sex to a man in the middle of a mcdonald's restaurant in broad daylight well damn Mm -hmm. was the big max that good (laughs) she wasn't one of that special sauce karen everybody know that's the best part (laughs) a woman who allegedly performed oral sex on a man in a pennsylvania mcdonald's is now being sought by sheriff's deputies after she failed to turn up to court state police say the mother of one christine alana shafin 37 uh performed the sex act on conrad jablecki 30 Mm. at the restaurant in shrewsbury pennsylvania in march uh shaffin was then arrested and had her arraignment scheduled for july 21st while she subsequently skipped out leading the county issuing a warrant for her arrest uh police were called to mcdonald's around 1 p.m on march 3rd after the staff said they saw a young woman giving oral sex to jablecki and kicked them both out of the restaurant jablecki was then arrested and charged with indecent exposure and open lewdness but the female suspect wasn't identified um State Trooper Brent Miller said that Shaffin's identity emerged on the, on the course of the investigation. She was then arrested and charged with open lewdness and disorderly conduct. But after she failed to appear for a court hearing, a warrant for arrest was put out by the county. She remains at large. Shaffin of Maryland is a mother of a young boy and has convictions for driving under the influence of a controlled substance, marijuana possession, and careless driving, according to the smoking gun. Jablecki is also from Maryland, although it's unclear whether they are a couple or whether he is the father of her child. He has been released on his own recognizance and has attended his court appearances. Jablecki was who describes himself as the head honcho at Oasis Landscaping on Facebook has previously been convicted of disorderly conduct and public drunkenness. He also has a conviction of exposing himself to a woman and her five-year-old daughter on a Maryland beach in 2012 for which he spent 60 days in jail. His Facebook account contains repeated posts of photos and texts related to sex. He this man he didn't get him off the street uh he wrote he he wrote in 2016 that he'd been looking for a bad bitch with mean head game so Ah! maybe she finally answered that post i don't know he says so hot when a woman knows how to damn i sure can't wait to meet a girl who is a super freak um we're not guessing his race but we are guessing her race white but i will tell you this they are both the same race white cares going white all right Corey? Mm, this is a tough one for real because mm-hmm. you know maryland we don't know the we don't know the father mm-hmm. this does taste it tests all the all your racism awareness right here so mm. hard one da, 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 da. Uh. <laughs> she must got Hey, you know, she got that McDon, she got that McNuggets loving. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she, she got, got that McNugget head game. That's what you call it from now on, getting your McNuggets on. Mm-hmm. That McChicken dog. Uh, I'm going to go away. All right, let's check the chat room, see what they believe. Got and could afford Bell White, extra white with mayo, food folks and fellatios, white oh, as God. the jet white as the as jablecki that landed on her the <laughs> the the rock and roll mcdonald's is a fancy date white trash nasty ass white <laughs> 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 i don't know why that one hurt me so much more than the regular ones but that's a good one the mcflurry machine was broke so she took matters <laughs> into her own hands white it do be broke oh. though ando from dundalk white shams sh- shamrock shake white 
hey would you blow me to black you want black oh ouch corny as fuck white conrad made me want to go white he will you want some fries with that cum shake oh sucking dick for a big mac black and white the correct answer is and you won't be able to hear the sound effect but it's applause you guys both got it right she was white and they were both white and some of y'all actually said black like a couple of y'all went black on this one and i had to play the boo sound effect uh for y'all once again uh cory won't be able to hear it on the phone but i'm, I'm about to play it right now uh i don't know how y'all both got got that it was white that was so that was a hard one to me I think that was hard. That, was, that one was t- difficult. But when you said th- th- that both the uh, she and the dude were were both the same race, and his name was Jablaski, whatever mm-hmm. that name is. Yeah, Jablecki. Jablecki. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's a white shit. Yeah, you said it was in Pennsylvania. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of black folks up there. Mm-hmm. And then you said the name of his job was some oasis. Yeah, he was yeah, a landscaper. Land- landscaper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the head honcho. Yeah, that was. Uh, Oh, can I? How do I make this bigger? Can I make this bigger so y'all can see it? Um, there you go. Okay, it worked. Okay, cool. Yeah, but he—he's listen. I hate this word, but it's true. He's not just white. He's like wigger white, where he got that. Like right. you could tell his Facebook poses and all ebonics and shit. Like, he, like he's enough that like need me a, a, a girl with some head game. Look at this picture of him at the bottom, man. Like, what is this, bro? no idea come on fam no you don't dress like that you have khakis and slacks <laughs> on why are you playing oh man getting, it's it's funny because getting blown in the midday in the broad daylight of a mcdonald's is like one of the straight up whitest crimes like <laughs> like why would you do that why would you think you could get away with that <laughs> everybody walking around she really read his post and was like oh he looking for a bitch with a mean head game okay oh, we can see your screen oh damn here we go again all right hold on let me fix this one more time like you looking for a bitch with a mean head game that's what i'm talking about boy shit i'll apply for that job um all right let's see how about um let's go to the bonus round where's my bonus round music here we go <clears throat> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the racism in the bonus round of Guess the Race. So far, Karen and Corey are both two for two, y'all. Right? This The racism is on fleek, apparently. We about to find out in the bonus round, though, if they got what it takes. Here we go. How do if we see if we can break this tie? Or if Corey becomes in a, a small group of people that have come right. on this show and got all the racism right. All yeah, right? I've been dealing with this for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. How about, um, let's see. How about, all right, here we go. <clears throat> a shocking dash cam video shows a drunk mother, 31 years old, being pulled over with an unbuckled baby in the back seat and admitting to officers she was drinking fireball. Ah! 
that fireball yeah. is good y'all ain't it though it tastes straight like candy uh not good enough to let your kid walk around in the car and then you mm. drive drunk but come not on not that good but yeah a shocking jazz cam video shows an allegedly intoxicated mother erratically driving with her toddler unbuckled in the back seat brandy lerma 31 was spotted weaving along a road by a tow truck driver last saturday in west palm beach florida when police pulled lerma out of her car they said they found her three-year-old child unbuckled in the back seat in the astonishing police video lerma is seen stumbling about on the side of the road before admitting to the officer she had two cups of fireball mm. uh not shots cups cups yeah yeah, yeah. Like, them, know, like them red solo cups right solo. like i thought i thought you drink fireball like like by shots Me really too. okay i'm new she on some other shit dog that's like drinking scope you know what i'm saying yes um the mother tripped over herself and slurred her words during the field sobriety test police said lerma confessed to not only drinking the whiskey but also to taking percocet and xanax uh before she got behind the wheel i now, guess that's the thing to mix your drugs and your alcohol yep now lerma who has had multiple traffic citations is facing several charges including dui and child abuse uh the tow truck driver called juan martinez oh wait his name Mar- juan martinez called to police to report lerma's erratic driving i was afraid she was gonna kill someone martinez said in a statement to detectives um with palm beach county sheriff's office martinez said she hit she nearly hit four cars and looked drunk or under the influence the video shows an officer telling behind her car as she almost swerved to oncoming traffic uh lerma was pulled over to one side of the road and the officer noted that he was greeted with an extremely strong odor odor of an unknown type of alcoholic beverage the deputy added the odor grew stronger as she spoke oh so it's coming from her mouth uh the arresting officer continued in the report lerma's speech was also slurred she was initially unable to locate the documents i requested from her despite the fact that they were plainly visible to me inside her wallet oh lord she was smashed just let me get my just let me get my license it's here somewhere okay uh the video shows officers removing the child from the back seat of the car and the three-year-old was unrestrained a report claims lerma failed to maintain a single lane while she drove a dui team was sent to give her a roadside test according to the arrest report she failed twice during the test lerma is heard in the video offering up an explanation of how much she drank saying that she had maybe a little before mentioning she had two cups of fireball she then attempts to use her hands to indicate how large the cup of whiskey were uh the field sobriety test lasted nearly 20 minutes oh, as lerma is seen and her giggling as she fails to walk in a straight line and stumble over well she is finally put in the back of the squad car she apparently realizes the event wasn't so funny the mother began screaming and kicking the back of the seats yelling i will kill you i will kill you uh lerma took two breath tests the results were uh 2.20 and 0.187 she was lit that's like almost three times legal limit is 0.08 and palm beach post reported that lerma was released on three thousand dollars bond and that she had multiple citations for passengers younger than 18 years old not wearing a seatbelt. karen guess the race of what is her first name uh brandy lerma white karen's going white all right Corey. how how, how you spelling brandy b-r-a-n-d-y Mm. uh she just she seemed uh, sounds that's that's another tough one because mm-hmm. but i don't know no, i don't know black folks that drink a lot of fireball so i'm gonna go with white <laughs> all right let's check the chat room i like i like hearing your deduction skills and you know how you breaking it down 
um nicole says the only spicy food they eat is liquor white (laughs) this is tough but i'll go white the fact that she couldn't find her license because she was so blasted but the article stated with started with allegedly drunk gotta mean white fuck aa white (laughs) come on man (laughs) come on man white dude to the use of the words shocking and alleged surprise surprise they didn't call her a supermom (laughs) still not uh, as fucked up as the hotel beat down woman white gotta go white only know uh, only folks i know that drink fireballs white folks happy sunday precious white angel slipping the fireball telling her child sipping fireball telling her child to sing molly percocet white uh <laughs> love love her tay tay white white yeah oh yeah the queen back we didn't even mention that taylor back she dropped that single yeah already getting accused of uh of stealing um from formation uh, the jokes was good we probably talk about that tomorrow the jokes was mwah. they were some good jokes dog black twitter came out with all the jokes mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Uh, all the way back. I'll, always gotta outdo black folks who drinks two cups of Fireball. But she didn't <laughs> die after they were uh, patient with her and she, her and her saying that she would kill a cop. White. Oh yeah, that's right. They didn't even accuse her of uh resisting arrest. The, the, what, the what do you call it? Like when you threaten a cop, like that's a that's a crime. You can't say it that. Is. Um. Anyway, yeah, she white, y'all. You know, like she might be like Latino white passing, but she white. You know, wait till y'all see this mug shot, though. Like, I'm just saying, you could clearly, uh, yeah. Oh, is that the same? Uh huh. Yeah. She should have seen it coming, is what I'm saying, Karen. Okay. Like, I don't know how she. <laughs> I don't know how she didn't see all sides of the road, cause her eyes. Woo! <laughs> oh damn. Oh, damn. <laughs> Ain't they big? The eyes have it, you know what I'm saying? Woo, the eyes won that one. <laughs> you know, from her view, Woo. I feel like she should have seen it all. And like I thought it was just a mug shot, but then she got another picture just like on her Facebook and her eyes she's got crazy eyes. She can't help it, man. Yeah, she got she just have her eyes just look like that, y'all. Man, I feel bad for all the people that got crazy eyes. It's not crazy, but right. The correlation is pretty uncanny. It's almost one to one that if a motherfucker got crazy eyes. They also crazy. Um, all right, last thing, guys. Sword ratchetness, and we're gonna get out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, get my sword sound effect going. The longest sound effect in the world. Right. So it might be a few seconds when you don't hear us talking, baby. Yeah. Okay. And he's dead um is there a video for that no I, oh there's not no i got oh. that on spotify the sound effects thing i was like sword fight that would be a good thing to go into sword ratcheting segment and it just turned out to be the longest fucking sword fight <laughs> i mean at this point I, i'm just keeping it because it's funny at this point but i'm like damn this shit took 30 seconds y'all don't even want it one time i went down a rabbit hole of so, uh, sound effects on uh spotify guys if you ever had time in your board, go do it. It's fun. Uh, and, and I gotta tell you, there are some racist ones on there. Oh, Lord. That are magnifique. Okay. They are like, <laughs> it's, it's clearly a white dude who did all the voices and stuff, but it's one that's like, P 
people having sex but then one of them is like black people having sex an asian person having oh, sex no and they, they didn't play mm. black and asian voice actors listen it's all it's as racist as you think it would be oh lord like now, they didn't see, pay now i want to hear it uh like they didn't pay a black man to do the voice right it's what a white person thinks a black man sounds like having sex if i if i find it again i i'll because right like it's not it doesn't just say black man having sex it's named something else right but if i find it again guys i had to play it on the show for y'all because it's like okay. it's like he's doing that voice like oh shit god damn oh yeah that's, <laughs> that's some good pussy right here girl i'm like that's not how we talk like where did you where did you learn this from wesley I, pipes i mean i mean when, when he did the uh asian people uh did he do like the johnny quest he, he did the races yeah yeah oh this is a good pussy he did all that oh, i was like this is just it's just racist it's not even oh, that's real good. i'm like and who would need this sound effect like what because <laughs> it's like one of them like free to use use this sound effect you know He's i'm like, like no wonder why it's free you can't put this in your movie dog like Ah, you're gonna get protested anyway a pizza fight ends with a knife and sword assault in inman inman south carolina an argument between two men over a pizza fight into a uh turn a pizza turned into a fight with a knife and a sword uh they say the incident happened around august 22nd at 9 47 p.m uh when deputies got there the front door was open and a man was yelling the man in the home told deputies that another man came to the house and they started arguing over a pizza he said the other man came at him in an aggressive manner with a knife or a sword so he hit him in the back of the head with a stick to defend himself yeah he said the man then slashed his leg the man with the knife slash sword left the scene before deputies got there and no charges were filed what was the art like can i have a slice is that the argument i don't know maybe he misinterpreted it <laughs> can i have a slice a pizza nigga a pizza damn <laughs> right <laughs> not of me bitch uh <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck kind of confusion was that man uh and also this is in uh less ratchet news but still sword news you can now buy a game of thrones sword shaped sex toy what yes they are taking it there guys um i don't know how y'all get down in the bedroom whether you uh i mean who i mean you and come in there trying to be aria what the fuck is happening whether you're trying to uh bang your sister uh your aunt your great aunt aunt. yeah whether it's your aunt uh maybe you know look maybe you're a eunuch and you ain't got nothing down there but you still want to please masan bae because you can't let that one go unpleased look at her Mm. You can't have her out here walking around unpleased. So you got to buy you a Game of Thrones sex toy to get up in there. So uh, I'll try to put it on screen for y'all too so y'all can see. Is it made of Valerian steel? <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, as long as it's not. Is it dragon glass? Right, as long as it's not dragon glass. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So what, what is, is it made out of the, what the uh, Ice King had? The Ice Javelin? Yes. Hey, you better not put that in nobody. Uh, <laughs> yeah. why, why, why is he a, a spear chucker man Come yo on, i i want to find i hope the twist is that they the black people they taking they just <laughs> taking shit back i don't think they they're are. like we made an ice now but we just taking our shit back bro we don't appreciate y'all but yeah he he was a spear chucker i was like ah oh, that oh <sighs> come on he was super accurate with it though but that's uh is it showing up now y'all mm-hmm. see it yeah uh oh 
oh so you use the handle oh okay game of bones dog oh no why's it got the why's it got john's um hilt you know with the wolf because that's what all mm. the women want yeah they do want some john that's a good point lusty game of thrones <laughs> fans can have a go at ambushing their partner's king's landing with a dildo yeah! fired by the show it's <laughs> gonna be a game of bones uh can i can i ask y'all a question i don't know if maybe y'all know this yeah how tall is john snow because he's look everybody's looking down on him nowadays What's Bruh, I, he should have stayed in the north because it seemed like he about five foot eight <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm five i'm five foot eight so yeah I, everybody got to be tiny everybody gotta be giants in that motherfucker yeah it was one thing when it was brianne looking down at him and stuff but now it's like i mean sansa looks down but sansa's kind of tall you I know think, i think danny was looking down at him the other right day. that's the one that got me i was like how tall is this nigga <laughs> and then when they put it in the script when she was like yeah he too little i was like oh damn that hurt Aww. short man everywhere like for real danny you're not gonna give him the pussy because yeah, he's little right i hate the dragon queen now i was cool <laughs> don't bend the knee for her don't bend the knee yeah i'm out there like aria five two five three yeah right. uh there's no shortage of people who find hbo drama a real turn on with plenty of nudity sex and passionate shenanigans on every episode but for the price tag of 110 dollars damn it is made out of valerian steel then is uh <laughs> that better be some orgasm okay guys yeah that shit better you can get a hitachi for less than that right that shit better be hard as a rocket better have different modes and you mm-hmm. know it be- i better not be manually doing everything i don't see no switches on this either mm-hmm. do it even vibrate do it spin right 110 does it raise the dead right <laughs> <laughs> right i guess it's gonna be raising them dead pussies that died years ago <laughs> can i kill white walkers with this shit because if not uh it's gonna have to come down on that price a little bit <laughs> right y- y'all got any dragon glass ones because I- i'll pay for that like this is crazy um the impressive looking sex toy is definitely one for serious fans only the makers of the sword shape tool geek sexy toy geek sex toys.com claim that the 11 and a half inch long dildo is ideal for people who want medieval inspired romps in the blurb on their website they even make a reference to hunky john snow one of the shows most lusted at the characters they write have you been dreaming of a long thick, thick shaft but then this dildo ah. this dildo sword will fulfill yeah. your fantasy you know nothing until you have experienced orgasmic sensations with this dildo sword the sword's hill also allows for maximum penetration and pleasure oh i guess 11 yeah. and a half yeah you better make it above average yeah like you're not trying to be funny like if, well, if i'm paying that i'm not getting no six to eight inches no right. no do they call it the podrick <laughs> yes <laughs> the bbc the, the, <laughs> that big bravo's cock dog the gray sex toys uh sword style handle features a wolf head at the end ideal for living out the night's watch fantasy uh yeah i I don't know that's weird the night's watch fantasy because night watch supposed to be all like rapists and also like criminals and shit and then they supposed to be sworn to uh celibacy but right. you know i don't know if the night's watch fantasy is the one you want to be reliving mm-hmm. uh shout out to Cassius key mm-hmm. uh <laughs> so, so when so when, you, when you get there you go my watch is ended right yeah <laughs> girl you done because now my watch is ended blood out i'm out <laughs> that would it would be worth it just for that one time you know what i mean <laughs> uh, uh oh, she did come up i'm at the wall time for you to open them gates baby mm-hmm. yep <laughs> uh this is what tormund need for brienne man yeah uh 
uh all you need to complete the look is an ikea rug slung over your shoulders and it's i guess a link to a some type of ikea rug that that's what cosplay i can see people cosplaying that like if you with already, the dildo no no yeah you already oh. got the outfits and stuff and the dildo oh. just will kind of go along because you know some people cosplay mm-hmm. these characters mm-hmm. yeah i uh, i guess there's an ikea rug that looks like john snow's uh that that kp wears with the wolf on it with the wolf yeah so all right man whoo this is fun all right this was fun baby Corey. we had a great time man yes we gotta get you on again sincerely dog this is a a dream come true anytime anytime you want me on your show anytime you want me somewhere i will be there like i said i will sing your jingles i will do whatever i needs to do for y'all hey that's what's up look karen i'm sorry i haven't made done a five-star review i i know (laughs) Yeah, we need that five-star iTunes review from Corey. Yeah, we on the lookout, okay? And the rest of y'all, the rest of y'all living color people, the uh, the lady who did the artwork for the for the cover, you know, Vernon, I know you heard the show, Vernon, okay? I done heard you. I want, I want, W. Kamal Bell, and by the transitive properties of knowing these brothers, I want my five-star reviews, people. Yeah, we got to get the rest of the crew on, too. <laughs> it'll be a great big fight if you have all four of us on there (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was trying to figure out the logistics on that i was like i don't think it's how's that possible but yeah i will find a way to get y'all on man Yeah, we have to get y'all all all in the room and we come to y'all we'll figure something out we appreciate y'all man we appreciate you coming on if we come to charlotte yo y'all we you'll come anywhere in the mecklenburg north carolina anywhere y'all is fam from from jump right now that's what's up man thank you baby yeah y'all come here we gotta come see y'all too man Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying well so yeah make sure y'all get the album dog like all this stuff that we just said also Mm -hmm. get the album shade (laughs) coming out september 8th dog like y'all had me from the name you know what i'm saying i was like shade that is what i'm talking about you know? yeah yeah now now i don't have to i don't have like i'm waiting for the download I, like every every day i wait for your download to come to my phone so i can listen i don't have to do that today yeah you know what happened you was here <laughs> I, I was there <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i forgot to mention also for premium people in the crowdcast we're doing a live show at four today for um the nerd off it's gonna be karen uh, yeah the doctor from uh mtr network and shannon from ntr network so it's gonna be all the ladies and they want to come on and talk about doctor who because we have been talking shit about doctor who without watching it and they love it and they tired of us talking shit so we are <laughs> I, be- tried, I tried i tried yeah i i, I tried i've, I I've tried never attempted to watch it yeah i know they I probably like- gonna be hot listening to this right now i it's too I many tried. rules it's too many rules to it's, watch it's right like I listen, I watched some old ones. They, they, at one time, Netflix had all the like original ones from mm-hmm. the first, from the sixties. I was like, "This is some cheesy shit right here." No, what, I what, tried. What? I couldn't watch I them did. when I, when I was a kid, and they came on PBS. Right, I was like, right. "This some bullshit," and I would just change. I tried. I would change like, it. In, in New York, it came on the same time as Star Trek. It's like sorry yeah not even a question not even a question no offense to dr who but we're gonna get to the bottom of it you know like as always it's black people into everything it's black people into dr who i have lots of questions for them and then we're gonna also talk about nerd news video games all that shit so that'll be coming up at four i'll send out the email after this show um but uh yo thank you so much Corey, for coming on thank you baby you know shout Rod, out karen yo you straight fam from now on yes real. sir same I, like, to y'all like 
I always thought, thought y'all were family before that because I didn't know, but I didn't know y'all. But now, well, now we know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so y'all good people. Yeah, we appreciate it, man. We and uh, I also wanted to shout out my man who organized uh, the the interview too, because you know we had to go back and forth a few times on the email. And, and he looked out too so kevin shout out to kevin, kevin man yeah. appreciate you bro uh and yeah, yeah can't, can't wait for everybody else to hear the album i'll completely i'll continue to be jamming it guys mm-hmm. so you know let me know when y'all catch up you know when y'all get a copy <laughs> but uh yeah I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be out here jamming man and uh we'll be back uh tomorrow so until then love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.